Wasn't like that. It's not like that. It's nothing like that. Sometimes things happens. Some, sometimes things happens. I'm retarded, so if you came here for something that wasn't retarded, keep on moving. I am late. I'm late for my own timing because something always goes wrong. I don't know what the hell the problem is. One day to the next, but they always find something new. I didn't. I, I was about to abandon ship on Odyssey, but uh, it seems to have corrected itself at the last second. But another day, another carbon tax, and another another inexplicable situation of my hardware just having a life of its own. It's about health. It's all about health, you guys. Monday. Let's start your week off right by being obsessed. Obsessed. Some of these women could stand to be a little more obsessed with, uh, well, I mean, you know, they're very attractive. They're very healthy. I mean, this is who you want for your healthcare leaders and, you know giant fat obese liberal and then down here you have a chinese spy who's like don't get the vaccine take over the vaccine take your children to go get the vaccine down or else i'm going to have to lock your country down you know what china say china have new mayo toronto new chinese toronto mayo yay what a, what a shit show, but, you know, CRJ's making fun of me. Next time I'm late for work, he says, I'm going to use the technical problems excuse. I don't do, man, I can't wait. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to somehow, probably from lawsuits, I'm going to be suing a lot of people. A uh, couple of individuals, a couple of media outlets, a couple of police agencies, a couple of provinces. I mean, it's, it's a, I mean, I don't, I'm going to hire more lawyers but at the end of that, I'm going to buy CRJ and force him to work as my tech guy. And I'm going to give him impossible tasks that just can't be done realistically. They're just, of course, they're going to invite. Bro- they're overly complicated and nonsensical. And then when it always goes wrong, I'm just going to blame him and constantly <laughs> denigrate him for things. <laughs> oh, He says, should go over well with the project manager on a site with no electricity. Oh, you know, He did do a heel click and right turn. Okay, well. We'll see. We'll wait out on that plan. But that's that's the that's the plan right now. So if you go to the grifts.shop, you can help help Derek buy clothes and you can help CRJ become a slave. <laughs> I I wish I had something better, but I don't. Man on the mountain, he says, Hi, thank you very much. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for the support. T Money says, I've been I have been grifted. Please take my money. Good. I'm glad to see that it's working, that the grift has taken your money and given it to us. <laughs> The evil ones. Thank you. Campy Dread says, just wanted to scream hi to all my daggettes and my posse in pepperoni and peanut butter. Mm. I appreciate you, Rage, just saying. And then one, two, three, four, five, six 
exactly six B emojis. There seems to be a lot of loaded, coded messaging going on in there. So at risk of helping the idiots at CSIS and the RCMP trying to understand what you're doing, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to let them try and figure that out because I don't have any idea. Pepperoni? Peanut butter? Posses? Bees? Six of them? Why six? Why not 12? Why not three? Why, why the, what's going on? We just know that bees, listen, bees work together. You know, they, they're they Nazis. Bees are Nazis, all right? That's why we just, we got to get rid of the bees. We got to kill all bees. I'm going to be a beekeeper. I'm going to be, I'm going <laughs> to... I told Derek last night I'm gonna I'm gonna own an apiary. I'm gonna be a bee beehive man, beehivesman. Bee, what is it called? I think it's called beekeeper. I'm the keeper of the bees. What does that mean? You're a beekeeper. You keep bees. Like you're you're not the bee raiser, bee farmer, bee trainer. No, I'm the keeper of the bees. Oh, oh. Well, they don't call them a cow keeper or a sheep keeper. Or a horse keeper. I don't know, it's just a weird name. It has ominous undertones. And then they have that weird suit with the mesh face. And you can't really tell who's under there. You get weird kind of like, it's unsettling in a lot of ways. It's like, oh, a nice bee field, you know, and there's all these people. And and they're not saying anything. They're just kind of looking at you in these weird alien-like faceless robot costume they may not even be humans under there we don't know maybe the bees are controlling maybe the he's are human slaves working for the bees i don't know there's a lot to think about i may have gotten myself in over my head i'll have to talk to my uncle about this he knows more than this but maybe the bees are controlling him i don't i don't know i don't know when it when you deciding you want to have bees at what stage in the process you stop being you and you just start your property of the bees i don't know when that happens i don't know if there's a, a ceremony if you just wake up with a headache one day and your thoughts are all just... I don't know what happens. but DLK says, got to get the loons out. That I agree with. V- very much. We could do... That would be great, but I don't think they're going to... Ag- they don't like that. They don't like to... Uh, they're not a fan of that. They get upset. They get upset when you talk about that. Just because the other 109 fucking... Places didn't want the loons. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. Who let the loons? I don't know, Musitron. I have no idea. I don't know what to tell you. Rumble, how are you guys doing? I guess, is it Monday? It is Monday. We had the weekend. I'm all messed up because I did Saturday night and because I skipped Friday because I was like, no, I'm fucking not doing it today. And then I got under my covers and I went back to bed. <laughs> uh, so I did Saturday, Sunday. Has anything happened the last two days? I mean, I'm sure it has. It's like, we just check in periodic updates on the dumpster fire. I'm just here, like, eating yogurt, and I just glance out the window, like, how how has the destruction progressed? Oh, I see. Oh, good. Oh, lactating transsexuals, and we're chest feeding. Oh, okay. Well, I'll see you in a couple days. We're going to do, we're going to do uh, war crimes just straight up. We're just going to tell people, look, we're going to use banned weapons now. We're fucking just fuck off, fuck off. Who cares? We have to. We get what we want all the time, no matter what, because we're children. 
And if that means that we have to use cluster bomb munitions, which kill 97% civilians, primarily children, to, you know, stick it to Putin, then that's what we'll do because we're ridiculous. You understand we deserve what what's, we're going to get, right? Like, we, we all deserve it. When everything collapses and falls apart, it's we have nobody to blame but ourselves. Because... It's not the Russians' fault. It's not the Chinese' fault that we suck, that we can't manage our fucking affairs, that we sit around guzzling cheese and cheering on sports ball while our nations are ruled and run into the ground by traitors, snakes, and thieves. See, we could have done. We could have not let that happen. We could have opposed them, deposed them, you know, we could have, but we chose, you know, Connor Dard by Leafs and the heads is on by, holy freak boy. That's what we care about. So this is the country we have. It's our fault. Like, who do you want to get mad at? Like, we're the, we have to be the ones to, uh, to, to fix this and alert people to this situation and start coming up with, um, new, I don't, even, I don't even want to say the word solution because it's not really a, it, it's like, um, almost like a war of attrition or something like that. There's no way to, nothing is going to get fixed or changed or turn upside down overnight because somebody, you know, did a protest or, you know, yelled at an empty building or had a viral video or did an interview with it or made a book about like it. All of these things push the needle, one up or down in a different direction. And over time, if you win more than you lose over the period of 100 years, you should be much further ahead than you were 100 years ago. Generational thinking. That's what our enemies do. They think of themselves as an in-group and to their they look out for themselves and protect themselves first and foremost, and nothing is done at the expense of the group ever if they can help it. You know, very rarely will they turn on each other and fight with each other, but uh, we'll do that all the time because we don't do that. We're all ra- we're all special individuals, aren't we? We're all just special snowflakes, and I- it's freedom, bro. It's freedom. This was this is a terrible way to live. This is a uh, a privilege that you've inherited from previous generations that had to fight and live collectively as a unit, as a team, as a country, as a nation, as a people, to build the world that you have that have done such a good job. They've done they did such a good job building up Western civilization and and you know basically taming the world to such a degree that you could live in in you know the post war period and just have untold access to privilege to convenience to technology to safety to security i mean the the golden age of western man was you know i mean i would say maybe not the golden age the age of 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 decadence and just anything you can have you want for the take it's crazy so that so the children that inherited all of this did not have to suffer for it they were born into a life of luxury, really, in historical sense. I mean, I'm basically living like a pharaoh in historical terms. I can have plays and theater shows beamed into my fucking bed that I watch from a magic screen in one hand. I could have my dick in the other, and I'm eating ice cream at the same time. I'm just, you know, unbelievable. Inside, 
in February and there's heating pumped into the building, you know, like though so it's crazy, right? The, amount of, the the level of convenience and stuff that we have. So to the point where to for you to even go and be challenged as a as a spirit not just as a man or a woman, but as a living thing. It's like challenge. I, I need to, I want to go and test, you know, where can I go to struggle and, and fight and try to overcome challenges? Those have been so beaten out of our, out of our world and erased that the, you have to go do things like join the fucking military in wartime or go work some, you know, brutal job or go, you know, something seasonal. You're out in an oil rig half a year and a fishing boat half the other. I mean, those are nat- those are you know normal, but a lot of those lifestyles have disappeared and they've been replaced by, you know, very very lazy modern you know the way the contemporary guy lives, soft hands, soft belly, soft head, soft heart, soft spirit, soft everything, just soft, just a little marshmallow of a little guy, isn't he? The average guy. He's still got Star Wars figurines in his house. He's really excited about the new fucking Avengers movie. He's an ally, you know? God. Has never probably had a hard day in his life. And these people are all like, oh, you don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah, yeah, I do. I've got a pretty good idea. Um, I mean, real hard. We've, we've, it's like we've been defeated by our own victory. Like we won too much. We gained so much power and prosperity that we became fat and lazy. And, and that is what happens. That's just the cycle. That's just what's normal. And you become fat and lazy and decadent and, um, arrogant. Complacent is really probably the better term. You become complacent because you're so used to, you know, being where you're at. And you get lazy, and, and then obviously that's when the problems begin, right? You feel like you can go, ah, yeah, fuck it. Think of it like money. You inherit America, you inherit, you know, any, any, pick one, pick it. The story is relatively the same. You know, there's maybe some, some higher peaks and valleys, but the, the stock chart looks very similar if you put them together in the ways that matter. You inherit the United States in like the fifties or the sixties. And you're like, yep, it's got its problems. It's got its, um, it's, it's benefits, the good and the bad, the whole thing. And you think, oh, yeah, why not? Why not? We'll do some immigration. You know, fuck it. We're Amer- I mean, I've got a billion dollars. I can spend a f- fucking 10 grand. I can spend 20 grand. I can do some frivolous nonsense if I want to. And nothing happens. I'm still a billionaire. Well, close. 999 million, you know. Ah, fuck it. I'll start a war with these people. I don't care. I'll blow some shit up and kill whatever. I'm America, right? I'm the way I can do the the power disparity is so great that no one who's going to stop me. What? What? Ooh, the Soviets? What are they going to do? No, they're not. They don't even exist anymore. They're gone. Now we're into the post 9/11 period where it's like, whoa! I think I'll just uh, do whatever the fuck I want now. And over time. These incur debts. You must pay. There will be consequences for these decisions, for these things that you're doing. Um, and they won't happen overnight. It takes a long time. You know, you lose two, but you win one. Maybe then you win three in a row, but then you lose four in a row. And then you win one, you lose one. You win one, you lose one. You win, you lose, you lose. You win, you lose, you lose. You win, you lose. You win, you Like a hockey season to a hockey team. And you can start to see the trend. And you go, yeah, their winning percentage is not high enough to make the playoffs. They're not going to make it.
unless some changes are made. And then maybe we'll try and turn the needle in another direction. And then they start trending up, and then they start winning more than they lose, right? That's the situation with our, with our, our home. <laughs> We're trending down. We lose more than we win. And to fix this is not going to be, get the libs up. We have to fundamentally change the way we understand how we're living and, and why we're, and what, what we're doing it for. This mindless consumerism that we were doing has obviously had terrible, terrible fucking consequences. We don't know who we are. We don't know where we came from. I mean, in a general sense, right? Western man, right? Uh, doesn't know where he came from. Doesn't know who he is. Doesn't know what's going on. Just, just, a shell like a domesticated dog like a like a pet like one of those like a neutered tiger that's been placed in a small cage for everyone's amusement that seem that's kind of seems to be the situation right now so we got to we got to find a way to get some trendalon into that tiger <laughs> and leave the gate open <laughs> And let nature take its course. Donkey, how are you? He says, you posted a before and after of yourself, and it left me wondering, that glorious beard you had weighed 11 pounds? <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah, it wasn't even a before. Well, I mean, it was kind of, but it was more of so just, it was like a, a year ago, right? Is this the photo? Yeah. little little under a year ago, like short by two weeks. Close enough. I posted that. Um, I was never... <laughs> I was out of shape for me in the left on the, on this side. For me, that was you know out of shape because I hadn't. I had been in basically the shape I'm in now on the right. That's how I've been for like seven years, eight maybe long, ten years. I don't know. It's been a while. Well, hold on now. I'm 37. Yeah, maybe about ten years around that time. But because of the recent shenanigans, the last couple of years, you know. Um, Things got a little side. Things went a little crazy. Got a little out of control, you know. And uh, I stopped going to the gym pretty much entirely, and started uh, eating a lot of shit, drinking a lot, doing lots of dumb things. So I was like, "Yeah, this is no good. We gotta, we gotta stop this," you know. Oh, I hope, uh, and a lot of you guys did some some great progress uh, yourselves through Moratorium May. That was pretty cool. Um, lots of people were getting in shape and just, just try to, you're only, you're only competing with yourself. You shouldn't compare yourself to other people. I certainly don't. Cause there's always somebody better than you at whatever you're doing. <laughs> it doesn't matter what, whatever it is. Somebody's better at it than you always. Um, so the, the only, and you, you can't control it. You can only control you. You can only control yourself. So you should be competing with yourself yesterday or last week or last year. You know, should be, be able to look back confidently and, and know that you're, going in at least the right direction, you know, or you're a better, closer to where you want to be than you were then, than six months ago or two months ago or a year ago. And if you consistently apply that logic where you're, whatever it is you're doing, X, Y, Z, that you want to, you know, be better at, if you're trying to quit smoking or you're trying to learn a language or you're trying to, you know, lose weight or something, um, you just focus on improving, 
Don't focus on what anybody else is doing or what you're not able to do. Focus on what you are able to do and how do you reach the next rung on that ladder. And then you pull yourself up to that rung and then you look at the next one and then you put your other hand out and then you pull yourself up to that one and you just keep doing this. And then every once in a while, maybe you need to take a break. And then that's when you look around and go, holy fuck, I've climbed a little of the way, huh? Not bad. And then you go back to it and you just, you know, that's it. And then... uh, Everybody else can shut up. Just most people are stupid. Don't listen to them. <laughs> I, I would, bro, but I just don't have time. Yes, yes. There's always excuses. Uh, Donkey says, make beards great again. MBGA. Now, why, everyone's so upset about it. I don't miss it. I thought I would, but, you know, I I don't know. I don't like, I can't shave every day, though. That was a big part. If I do that every day, my face explodes. I just, yeah, it's, it's, it can't happen. T-Money says, the worst part about being aware of the direction this country is heading is trying to have a normal, non-political conversation with people who have sports balls or personality. It's painful. And it, it's so incredible. Because I've spent, obviously, a lot of time in the past years since I've gotten out of the military trying to understand, learn, and get a sense of what is happening. <laughs> you know, not just culturally, but politically, like... You know, because when you're live, when you're like I was, and I think like most people are, they're content to their bubble and and whatever safe zone they're in. They get in their little track and their little world and their little life, and they're just you know they're focused on 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 that stuff. When there's nothing wrong with that, that would be fine if we didn't live in a world of complete and, and total lies. If uh, you know authority was was trustworthy, if we weren't able, if we were able to turn on the television and see you know programming that was you know. If it's entertaining, great, cool, but it should also there should also be, you know, informative information that's helpful to everyone that is, you know, this is for the purpose of sharing accurate information, not not so that we can shape and mold the public to do what we the, you know, the fucking special people want them to do. It should just simply be, you know, to the benefit of everybody. We don't have any of that. We have uh, this fucking Anyway, the point I was trying to make is like, I I can't, I remember being that guy, you know, when you barely have any understanding and the amount of shit that I've learned in the last seven years, eight years compared to what I thought. And I was fairly, I mean, I was like 25, 26, you know, I was like, I'm pretty sure I got a good, you know, you think you know what's going on, don't you? <laughs> and I've just become this disgruntled, salty, like, people, people will do like some kind of drive-by comment. And I always assume they know better and they're just trolling and being a dipshit. And then sometimes I'm like, that person probably j- literally has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'll just drop like a USS Liberty meme on them and they'll be like, what the hell is this? And I'll be like, have fun. And I just walk away. <laughs> they're looking at it and turning it around, trying to be like, what the fuck? Where, where did you get this? What is this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's all you have to do. Just crack the egg, you know? And then it'll hatch itself. That's my new strategy. <laughs> Maybe that's what we have to do. We'll just go by and, and fucking... Uh, you just got to crack the egg, bro. And we need to have enough hatched eggs. Hatch them eggs! Hatch those big eggs. I was listening to a guy talk uh, the other day, and he was talking about um, how he was raised, and I I thought this was so 
interesting and insightful. And I've never heard it explained this way. And I'm like, that's so... Gave, gave me a lot to think about because I thought this was interesting. So he explained, like, we're all raised a certain way. If you live, if you grew up in where we did in the West, what what societies were those? Those were those are liberal democracies. They're very culturally Marxist, you know, depreciatingly de- degraded. It's getting worse as time goes on. But we've all grown up in that in that kind of system and the general trends and attitudes and the way it expects you to be and what it expects you to believe and what it who what it expects you to think and so on. It's all very straightforward. We all know what that is, and. He was talking about certain, not everything, obviously, not like everything. Everything's a lie! No, water is good for you. You do need it to live. Like, that's correct. You know, that's not a lie. So not everything. (laughs) Just being hyperbolic because significant certain things are like, I feel like you should have told me about this. I feel like you you skipped out on purpose. Or you didn't mention that on purpose. Or why am I just hearing about this now? It gets to the point where your trust is gone, you know. But he said, even though they taught me all these things, I grew up with this liberal, you know, kind of worldview. Instinct, like my my spirit, almost something inside me felt uneasy about this, or didn't like this, or was like not sure about you know this. And he just kind of quieted it down. And he, you know, like when you ignore it, it kind of it becomes less. Pa- it's like you ignore that that part of yourself, whether you call it your spirit, your instinct, your soul, your conscience, whatever it is. If you ignore it, it it becomes weaker because you don't pay attention to it. You don't know what it is, and no, I don't think people explain it to anyone. I've just kind of guessed that's what that was, and then over time, through anecdotes and stories and other people saying things, you know, Trump made some comments once, and there was this other psychologist one time I was listening to, and I'm like, is that what that is? The more you listen to it, the, the more you can... Like, there's insight there. It, it These feelings don't come out of nowhere, and th- that could be your, your instinct, like your genetic instinct, the instinct of Everyone that's ever lived before you, you're all tied to. So where do these deep instincts come from? These feelings of certain things, like where is that coming from? It's probably inherited through your genetics. Genetic memory is a thing. And I just thought it was really cool that, it, you know, if, if that is true, which I, I think it probably is, I think there's probably some truth to that. Because when you think about it, I am literally my parents my mine are both still alive and you know i have um two of my grandmothers are still alive you know but beyond that you don't have you know there's there's no one left no one left alive obviously right but for you to be born two living things had to come together to make you who's also alive so you're you're an unbroken chain of life like you don't your line of being alive as a as a biological organism as something that exists as a living creature it doesn't end go dormant and then come back 200 years later like you had to come from somebody who had to come from somebody who had to come from some so they had to survive fight not die not get all, all through all of history just for you to fucking be here not get killed in wars, not starve to death, not be mauled by animals, not drown in the ocean, not fucking, you you know, or you had to, like, make another you before that happens, or else that's it, your DNA's gone for, bye-bye, you're done, you know? Or if, you know, 
that's why like concepts that now are probably f- just hurt the heads of young people like um like saving private ryan you remember that movie and the 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 point of it was to we had to get this one guy because there's only one one of these troops left out of a family of four four men sent four brothers to world war and this did happen lots of times and they're all dead <laughs> except for one so they're like okay go get them you know and it's like would they do that yes of course that's an entire american family that just now doesn't exist anymore you know what i mean so, I mean, they're fictional people in the movie, right? But, like, the Miller... Was that his name? No, Ryan, obviously. So that would be, like, that's the end of the Ryan family that went back to the fucking... What was the boat? Uh, the Mayflower. And before that, they came from England. And before that, they were Normans. And before that, they were... Actually, some of them even came from fucking Sweden. They were Vikings. And before that, and before that, and before... You know what I mean? And now it's all over. They're all dead. <laughs> Or at least that part of the that part of the family tree, because they got wiped out. There's no kids. The end. Like that's awful. That's even like the whole family. You know, that's a terrible loss. And anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. But the you know the genetic genetic memory stuff. And even with all the brainwashing and all the, the shit that goes on, you know, he was saying this kind of thing, and I felt like, you know, like this too, and I've had other conversations with people that say the same thing. There's just something instinctively deep down that whatever it was, it, whatever the issue was, whatever the conspiracy was, whatever, it's just I couldn't just, I just couldn't get away from it. There was just something in it that called to me. <laughs> or there's just something in this that just feels wrong, or something doesn't add up, or something doesn't make sense. And, you know, it's like, that's your spirit. That's your ancestors talking to you. That's your that's your soul. That's your fucking soul. So, and I'm like, I want that to be true. I don't know. Who knows, right? It's not like we're going to figure that out tonight or anyone's ever going to figure out that. And that's going to come down to personal belief. That's going to be, that's going to come down to your kind of own spiritual outlook and so on. But I want to believe that. And I feel like that, that may be true. Because lots of other things you inherit genetically from your ancestors. And it's been proven that a lot of your, you know, your instincts could could have come from these kinds of things, so why not that? So that means that no matter how what level of brainwashing that they that they put on to and this is now in modern times, right, where there's they've the screens everywhere. They've got you with the phones, the screens, you get in the car, you turn the radio on, it's there, you're in the mall, the advertisements are screens, you know, back in your car, add more on the more on the radio, you get home. It's every it's fucking everywhere. They have more access to your psyche and your subconscious and your mind than ever before in history. And even despite all of that, still, there's something deep inside that just is like, "Mm, I don't know about this. Just crack the egg and that's all it takes. And that little little thing will just fucking grow up and do some deadlifts and punch its way out of that egg. And it'll become a bigot. You just, it's just like this, Phil. You just, like, like you're making pancakes. You know, you don't want to smash it. You just want to. Because if they want to know, they're gonna find out. You just gotta point them in the right direction and. 
Thank you very much for that. You're very kind. Appreciate you. I just miss that song, you know? It's been a while. I miss the old days. Somebody asked me that. I just scrolled through and I just don't have time. I don't know how people <laughs> manage. I would. I think this would be funny to do to get a bunch of like online personality people or you know of a similar, you know, and just get everybody together in a room and be like, for real, guys. Like, how do you manage your lives? <laughs> and it's just a support group. It's a bunch of people sitting around being like, I have ninety five thousand unread messages, and I just don't look at any of them, or else I'll go insane. And, and a bunch of guys are like, yeah, yeah, we do that too. We're all doing that too. Like, you have to. It's just ridiculous. And it's like, oh, Twitter, 9,000 million bajillion notifications. I didn't even post anything for three days. Yeah, okay. That's all right. I can't, you know. <laughs> Facebook. Ah! Instagram. Ah! Oh, my God. Maybe I'll go read the news. Ah! Why am I in the news? You know. <laughs> it's fucking mental. Emails. Oh, God. Text messages. Phone calls. Oh, anyway, um, something about what he just said, uh, and I lost what the hell I was thinking about. Damn it. How did I, damn it, I did it again. It wasn't something Jade Mandarin said. He just was very, very nice. Crap. It was something I saw on Twitter. What did the guy say? <laughs> Whatever. It's not like anybody's here for information. Michael, how are you? He says, it'll probably come back to me. He says, I'd like to say a prayer for all listening tonight and in the future. <clears throat> he says, may our Lord Jesus bring us all <clears throat> to repentance and salvation through Christ. Amen. Praise the King of glory. Michael's very devout. GB Max says, psyop them till they cry and then make memes of them crying. That 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 is very effective. They really do not like to be mocked. They find that very upsetting. Uh, Ryan G says everything needs to be reframed to is this good for white Canadians and Americans and if it is not on the face of it clear that it is good for our group then trash the idea law concept no more long-winded explanations about morality or ethics or state security that like it's incredible to me the things that like you you don't know until you know, or you don't notice until you do, and then you're like, how did I never notice this before? <laughs> right? And it's it's remarkable to me that pretty, yeah, it's just white people that believe these things, that, that have had their, you know, that, that same kind of liberal Marxist, training period you know you get when you're a kid and you go to school and you get taught all these things and you know we're taught in school that racism is like the worst thing that's like there's literally nothing worse than that pedophilia is better than racism pretty much i I would say they would say that judging by the way they've reacted to this fucking this child sex trafficking movie that's coming out and they're all like "Ah!" like why are you who cares why are you upset Oh, geez. Oh, no. Did they catch the pedophiles in the movie about a true story about people that catch pedophiles? And you're upset 
about this. Uh, this is weird look. I don't know about this. But they've they've like made it so or at least the way that we were we were kind of grown and and, and brought up is that like uh race isn't even a thing. It doesn't exist. We're simply just painted different and that's it. And anyone outside of that is a crazy person or e- an evil and and that's it. And never ever go. And also, you're you should kind of be careful even talking about that because you're white yourself, and you're bad. Like we've done a lot of bad things. We're bad people, and um, we're pretty. We're like kind of maybe. And this is just when I was a kid. Now it's straight up. No, you are bad, and you are inherently racist, and you're all systemic. Like it was just kind of hinted at when I was a kid. It was just kind of just just under the surface there. So then you grow up, and then you realize nobody else in the world is being taught. <laughs> things blacks are very aware that they're black and that they belong to the the you know the family of black people right asians are the same literally everyone knows that they're like well yes i'm a i'm an indigenous you're you're native american or you're whatever and they have no, no there's no issues there's nobody nobody is feels awkward or weird talking about you know black people's issue you know as as a as a group, you know what I mean? When black people are like, all right, we want this for black people. As black people, we think black people should, bl-, you know. And, and you can do that with any other group except for white people. No no one's even allowed to talk like that. And it's just, ah, everyone gets on, everyone starts sweating. This one guy that's like, oh, my God, they're talking about, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Some woman leaves. Someone's, someone's just, she's like, oh, my God. She starts calling the police. <laughs> Relax, you know. And, and then you go, why is that? Why are you do you, do you understand that this is this is what's called um this is like emotional brainwashing you've been you've been traumatized in some way do you know that because there's no reason for you to be upset and and start getting scared but I know that you are because that used to be me when people would talk about things like this or bring this up you start to get like nervous and it's like like are the, you know like our enemy agents going to swoop in from the ceiling you know and it's and it's like there's no reason to be uncomfortable or or worried or anxious and yet what's going on here and only about certain things and certain you know that's because hollywood and pop culture and peer pressure and social norms have you know molded you to think certain things and say th- certain things a certain way and behave a certain way. And it's been to no, definitely not our benefit to be like, oh, no, yeah. It, it, in a world where everyone is very aware of, of race, to be like, we're just going to not even, <laughs> or just, it doesn't exist anymore. And, it, and everyone's like, fair enough. And just taking full advantage of that. This is not, you know. It's just funny to me that there's so many people still, uh, you know, and I resisted it for years. I'm like, because you're fighting the brain. You're fighting the indoctrination where it's like, no, no, like white people isn't a thing. Like, what is it? even? And you've had uh, somebody asked me about Peterson recently. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, what what is white? What does that even mean? Like, who who is that? Like Europeans. It's not complicated. I'd be asking, like, who's what is black? Like, you know, from Africa. 
<laughs> like, what do you mean? Uh, you, I could point to one. Like, there's one, you know? Like, see? And then now compare that. to And that one there, that's a Chinese man. Do you see how they look completely different? Right. And it's not like, it's not like there's endless versions of humans. There's like 90,000. It's like, no, there's only a handful. There's only a handful of different kinds. So, I mean, we memorize the alphabet. <laughs> we can count to 10 and there's not even that many. No, shut up. You can't talk about any of this stuff. Why not? Only we can do that about you, and you will just shut up and take it all the time. And it's because of this weapon that they've developed, this guilt tripping of white people into and just to just bowing out and like you don't even you don't even you're not even part of this fucking conversation. You don't even get to talk. Like you don't shut up. That shaming guilting process has um, enabled them to get away with quite a bit. Like. Uh, Pumping your country full of millions of people that are diametrically, culturally opposed to you in every possible way. Many of them openly stating, we're coming to take your shit and take over. And we're going to... That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen unless everyone's like afraid to even broach the subject because they don't want to be called the R word. And once you understand that, that has been a, that's a weaponized... That's weaponized psychology that's been deployed on the population because... It's like there's no logical reason. Like, it's just complete hypocrisy. You know, <laughs> it makes no sense. And so, why would you feel anxious about it? Why are you getting? Why indeed? You know, certain things that you'll get. They'll get mad at you in Canada for talking about that. There's certain things. If I wanted to say, you know what? I don't think the Armenian genocide ever happened. I won't go to jail if I say that. And I don't feel one way or the other anything saying that about the Armenian genocide. You know, it's like it's an historical event like so many others. But for some reason, certain ones come with like loaded emotional baggage. For some reason. Why is that? Are you going to get put in jail if you if you if you have a new theory or thesis with, you know, supporting evidence to be like, "You know what? I think Alexander of Macedon actually was, you know, really helped by this other guy who had, you know, whatever." Is anyone's heart rate going to go up and go, you can't, you don't, what are you, what are you talking about, man? Don't say that. <laughs> right? I think perhaps the Titanic may have been sabotaged. Oh, interesting. Why would you say such a thing? No one's, no one's going to report you to the fucking police. For God's sakes, you can you can go on the internet and be like, the earth is but a flat pane of glass floating on the back of a sea turtle. As it grazes through space, which is actually black slime. <laughs> and Queen Ramona de Doolilido is our lord and say that's fine. No one gets worried or upset or scared. 
But for some things, if you just mention them or talk about them or bring them up, people get worried and upset and and anxious. And I thought, that's interesting. I thought that was interesting. What do you think about that? <laughs> Isn't it strange? Psyop them till they cry. That, that's my whole, I am the psyop. I'm going to psyop the psyop until it doesn't know who's psyoping who. And then there's going to be a psyop inversion. I'm going to cross the streams. And then the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is going to take us all to Narnia. And it's going to be... F- What's he talking about? I just have to make up nonsense because we're all we're probably all going to die, all right? So I'm just trying to... <laughs> just trying to lighten the... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think we're all going to die. I mean, some of some of us will live for sure, obviously. Not everybody, just, just most of us. <laughs> You're really bad at making me feel better. <laughs> You're not supposed to feel better. You're supposed to supposed to feel nothing. That's the only chance. It's the only chance you have. Numb your heart and your soul to the point of just nothing phases me anymore. Uh, Richard Payne says, saw Sound of Freedom yesterday. Theater was packed. It was good. PG-13. Disturbing parts, but not obscenely graphic. Wouldn't call it fear porn or trauma porn. Wasn't really political at all. Recommend go see it. I mean, at the end of the day, the movie is about human sex trafficking and specifically to children and that it's a fucking big deal and it's all over the world and it's out of control. Um, Should more people know about this? Yes, I would say that's a fucking very important thing to draw to people's attention. If there's like top 10 issues, we have time to bring up 10 things to drive just just fisted no lube right into the fucking... Right into the minds of the of the normies, like that's definitely on there. What else? But like that that one's up there. If it does that, good, great, you know. But you don't need people like to pick things apart and get crazy about it. Like, it, is it? It's a step in the right direction. It doesn't. Everything has to be pocket perfect, especially with these internet nerds and these larping nobodies that don't fucking do. This is all they. They would. real. What movie did you make? Oh, you didn't make a movie. You don't, you don't do anything. You do this. Well, then shut up. Like, you don't do anything? Like, would you rather them have made no movie? Would you rather there be no movie? Would you rather there be no international, you know, kind of high... A lot of people are talking about this concept of child human sex trafficking. Would you rather that not happen? Because that is now happening as a result of that movie. Are you saying that's a bad thing? It's a step in the right direction... You're a fat spurg. Go outside. You can't even do a pull-up. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. If you can't do a pull-up, you don't get to say anything to me, ever. That's my, that's a rule that I have. <laughs> Before you talk, hit the pull-up bar. You can't even do one? Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Somebody asked me, he said, is diagonal a liftocracy? Maybe it should be. <coughs> Man, I drank that water funny. <coughs> Maybe it should be. Certain amounts of lifting ability. <laughs> That's probably a terrible idea. That's, I mean, as an overall system of government, that would be terrible. <clears throat> but it would definitely be better than the one we have now. I, for sure, that's positive about that. 
And that shouldn't be the case. And I'm serious about that. Basically, the head of state would would be the strongest man we have. And then down the list. That's how that's how that would fill out. And you know what? Those guys are probably a lot more health conscious, disciplined, serious about uh you know. And we know, hey, people that are really into lifting weights and being healthy, you know, they're far right extremists, right? So I mean, those are our people you're talking about. So I I really feel like yeah, just just gym dummy muscle head guy would be a better fucking finance minister than <laughs> everyone else we currently have in the government. Well, basically, what we did was I applied my fucking macro, micro, <laughs> diet, and my fucking splits to the economy. We've got five... <laughs> He just takes his whole fucking, he's got like a calendar with his fucking workouts for the month on it. He's scratched out. It's like trade deals and different things. Our carbohydrates are the oil and gas industry. (laughs) And you're like, this is actually brilliant. This is the most intelligent. Wow. He's, he's managing our finances like the, like a human body. And it's actually, we're, 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 we are going to be really healthy soon. Let's check in on the military. Well, basically, I see it like this. It's the fucking army. It should be able to fucking destroy everything. Yes, that's correct. So I went ahead and invested in all kinds of uh, weapons and training and, you know, and and psychologically selecting profiles of people that are going to be able to do this job and love every minute of it. Like, wow, incredible. All right, let's check in on the police. Well, basically, my plan is, I'm I'm thinking, hey, if I can bench 325, there's a pretty good chance you can't bench 325. So I'm probably going to win that fight. I'm probably going to arrest that motherfucker. So every one of my cops has to bench 325, and uh, crime is down a lot, actually. There's a lot of really big fucking scary dudes. (laughs) I can't believe how well this worked. What about the health guy? Well, basically, basically, I uh, how I get my blood work done every two weeks. I just <laughs> I took that same attention to detail and knowledge of the hormones and endocrine system, and I applied that same level of standard of care, of interest, of professionalism, and accuracy to every other element of our healthcare system. And so, basically, we're healthy as fuck now. Man, you know what? This is I. I am. I'm so sorry, guys. I thought this was going to be terrible. I knew you were going to be better than the government we had, but I had no idea that it was really. I mean, this really anybody could do this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why the fuck am I here? I want to be in the gym. It's time for the gun show. <laughs> I don't want to be the fucking cultural minister. I want to be the minister of iron. That's Canada's new culture. It's the only culture we care about now. Being fucking huge. And being fucking ripped all year. All the time. Oh, God. I knew it. Okay, they're going too far now. Yeah. Mandatory tremolo for all children. Oh, God. Oh, no. 
We're in a lake. Guys, shut it down. Shut it down. You got to listen to me. We're in, we're in a late stage lift tocracy. Dude, they're giving six-year-olds trenbolone. Like it's it no, it's really bad. The pigeons, the birds, everything is jacked. The trees have muscles. We got no, it's it's weird, man. Get me out, get me out of here. Oh, they're coming. I gotta go. Who are you talking to, Broski? No, nobody. I wasn't. I was just testing out my. Uh, voice memo. Let me listen to it. No, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. That's enough. Pilot Mike, how are you? Sorry, he says it's been far too long. So much to be angry about. PP is coming to town Friday, asking for feedback. I might give him a piece of my mind. Tori MP from Prince George posted promoting Sound of Silence, just waiting to see if he gets expelled for it. Maybe from Gay Rooster. Sound of Silence. Sound of Silence. What is that? Why do I know? Do I know what that is? Nothing's jumping out at me. Tori MP from Prince promoting. You mean Sound of Freedom? Why is my phone? What is happening? <sighs> He must have been sound. Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting. I don't even know what the hell I'd bother saying to that piece of shit at this point, you know? I said, for some of these people, if the, the prime minister, like, trying to lure them in with, like, what do you think about the conservative leader's refusal to acknowledge the suffering of the, you know, like, that's, that's enough key words in there to make them maybe slow down and maybe turn their head. Or maybe he'll be like, oh, I like where this is going. You know, suffering of the vaccine-injured people. Uh, ooh, mm, yeah, let's dance your way to this one. I would like to see that. And what about him? What would you say to him? Mm, let's see. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they're already they've already been exposed to such a level of hypocrisy. Like, I don't know what else can be done. And they don't, and they refuse to see it. They're fucking team players on the the CPC blowjob wagon. My God, it's sad. The guy's wearing a fucking compression shirt, so his fucking titties don't look too bad. He's got makeup on, so he takes better. He's trying to wear these Maverick Aviator sunglasses. Like they're just doing anything in the world. Like, do you guys understand that we did this together as a family? All right, I may have lit the match, but you guys definitely helped. <laughs> we fucking psychologically tortured this man and now he's experimenting with different looks so people will take him more seriously because everybody knows that he's Millhouse and he's a nerd and a dweeb and a wiener and there's very little he can do to change and the more he tries to not look like Millhouse the more he looks like Millhouse because that's what Millhouse would do Millhouse would Millhouse would get a fucking jean jacket you know, and he'd be like, hey, Lisa, you like my jean jacket? And she'd be like, no. You'd like, you look like an idiot, you know? Or you'd like, he'd get a stupid new haircut. Like, just the... D- <laughs> oh, of all of my political playthings, PP, I think you just might be my favorite. You might be daddy's favorite. <laughs> 
How do you start bags? They're making fun of me. See, oh yeah, I'll do it without my glasses. <laughs> hey, Millhouse, where's your glasses? Shut up! <laughs> and these people are simping for him, like, oh my god, he's so jacked. Like, is this, is this, I have to ask, like, are they being paid? Did someone put a, put it out there like, all right, this is the new messaging conservative party. This is what we're going to do. He's coming out with a new look. <laughs> Which is basically, we're just going to put different sunglasses on him and dress him in like <laughs> confused midlife crisis. I'm not sure if I'm 25 or if I'm... <laughs> And every everyone just keep remarking how jacked he looks. Like just just over the top. Like I cannot believe how fucking jacked he is. Wow! And they're all doing it. I saw like Slapinski was doing it and fucking Donuts doing it. I'm like, are you guys just all homosexuals? Like, or what is going on here? First of all, no, he's not. He's not at all. He's not obese. That's the best I can say. That's the best thing I can say about your guy is that he's not obese. That's good. And and they're like, it's amazing. Like That's your standard now? Bro, he's fucking not even obese and I just jizzed in my pants right away. I was in. I was ready. I, got, I let him tattoo on my face. I let him draw a tattoo on my face. I let him have my family. My wife, my daughters, he has them all now. I'm so amazed. And <laughs> like, what possesses you to do something like that? I could understand it if he was, but he objectively isn't. No one thinks that. So you have these sycophant CPC fucking wannabe influencers be like, bro, he's so jacked, bro, my God. And you're like, really? And you're like, no, he's not at all. In fact... I think he's wearing a compression shirt. He is. And he's got makeup on. (laughs) Oh! My God! This is is amazing. How, How have I never thought of this before? I just, I can't get over this, guys. I can't wait. I already know what his next campaign stop is going to be. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm just going to try and help the conservatives right now and, and let them just 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 get to the point, you know? This is what you got to do next, all right? This is the next, the next PP event. You can just, he's debuting a brand new look. He's got no glasses. You like his jacket. He's fucking jacked. I saw it on Plam's channel. He's fucking buff now. He's he's big pee pee. I'm bringing things home. Um, pet powerful paychecks and 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 slobbing. We're slobbing a lot of slobbing. I couldn't I couldn't be any more impressed, Daddy. It's been a long time 
since I've seen anybody with that kind of confidence, King. Man, this has been another presentation of Inside the Mind of a Donut. What goes on in it? What's going to happen later? You don't want to know. This is the trailer for a homosexual uh, wrestling slash political sex fantasy. And I'm not comfortable taking it any further than this. You're going to have to pay extra. And you're going to have to either go sign up for it at Conservative Party headquarters using referral code DONUT. And you'll have exclusive access to a powerful paycheck. Bring it home! My fucking knees are weak. Man. <laughs> He's so cool. So cool now. <laughs> it's just so funny because it's so obvious that they're trying so hard and it's just... <laughs> Pretty much right out of the gate with this guy. Faceplant. Wow, it's funny. I'm having a good time. <laughs> you like my new glasses? No, you look ridiculous. Are you a fighter pilot now? Jesus. Uh, pilot Mike. Tenacious V says, foreign policy. Just go to the G20 and ask every other leader. Do you even lift, bro? Right. Well, basically, the guy the fucking French sent over, I don't think he, I mean, geez, could he even fucking, could he even deadlift 200 pounds probably, bro? No, we can fuck France up. They got nothing. That's your assessment? That, yeah, that's my fucking assessment. Oh, uh, they're all raging out all the time. <laughs> Ah, oh, I ripped the fucking sink off the bathroom wall again. Oh, fuck's sakes. Well, that was the education minister. <laughs> Chet says, PP has got the pleb so wet that his cuffs will never be bone dry again. Oh, gross. Not you, Chet. Not you too. They're all, and then they get in on it. They, they like this. They, they get off on it. They're they're demented. There's a little gang of them. There's a little gang of these. They're just like, let's see, let's see if we can make his head explode. Let's see if we can make blood come out of his eyes live in real time. Let's turn him into a stigmata. Let's perform an occult ritual and see if we can make his head explode and blood come out of his face using demented dark arts through you know criminally offensive super chats i know what you're doing i fucking know everything you're doing i've got lawyers you watch yourself <laughs> alberta diagocron says saxophone ever for that pp is getting worse than jt he signed right up for halloween politics i can't stand but laugh these days pure comedy it He's got all the costumes and all the all the things, and he's all very. It's very, uh, you know, welcoming to, to stuff. 
Where is this stupid video? Uh, just for you guys. I wasn't going to release this, but, but, uh, Edgy made this, and I'm like, you know, why not? So, you know, there's diff just different kinds of people. That's all. We need more evidence. You need the cooks. You can't get the cooks. You can't get a restaurant. They have to go back. <laughs> they have to go back. Well, I mean, they are, they are fighting each other in the streets of our cities, aren't they? We've come to Canada to wage war for Kalistan. What What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'll have to get some of that here in a minute. Unless I caught up through everything. I'm still, I'm still kind of disturbed by chat, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know about it. But, you know, that was him. That was, that was magnificent peeps. Like virtue signaling in Indian or whatever they speak, whatever that was. Just and you can tell it's just like brutally butchering. It's not even close. That it, like how do I compare that? That would be like if I was come if I was to show up at France or I'm going to go to some French event in it's a, it's the Diagonal Quebec convention, right? The fleur de FYMM. <laughs> Ça va bien, whatever. And I get up there and I'm just like, Bonjour Québécois. Je suis est trace exit excited. What's that? What's that word say? <laughs> like, that's just stop. Just stop. But it's more... Because, again, there's going to be more of them here than you soon. Conservative voter. He's pandering to the future. Gotta get that... We need that Kalistan vote. We need the Kalistan vote. What? What country is this again? I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Ryan G on Odyssey says, Wait until you see the new lift platform shoes pp bot you won't call him smart pp next time he's towering over you i wouldn't be surprised if he's done that too i wouldn't be surprised i saw somebody say somewhere that he's like yeah his official like yeah he's five foot nine i'm like no he's not when i met him i would have said he was about five eleven unless he's he's five nine with lifts in his shoes then he would be about that tall yeah that's possible interesting i wonder yeah i don't know <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I bet I bet most of them do do it. I think a lot of them do. Unless you're like uh, the freak show, like the one that lives near me. That guy's like seven foot five. <laughs> oh, he's not that tall. But he's, I don't know, six, seven, something like that. He's ridiculous. Uh, but I, I bet a lot of them do. And then you've got other people like Putin who are like, Putin's like five foot four, five, five. And he's like, you laugh, I kill you. And he's, you're like, <laughs> He's a murder dwarf. You don't, you'd leave them alone. 
No, I think he's just very feared and respected, and that's why. That's why he is. <laughs> he definitely didn't use his 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 towering height to to reach the lengths of power that he has. Uh, Dark Lord CRJ. He's they them. Oh, are you a, you a non-binary now? Are you a two spirit? Are you possessed? He says, I heard someone tried to one-up me again. Let me refer to paragraph 92, section 1, subsection E, line B. I am required to one-up any and all gag-inducing technical difficulty-inducing super chats. Did I sign that? Does anybody remember this? I only get to call shenanigans so many times a year. It's a rule we have, so I don't like to waste them because there's so many shenanigans, but I never know which is... That could be true, but I don't I don't want to waste one. Can I phone a friend? Is this a real I don't remember this contract being signed. Chuck's drinking now. Are you happy? Chuck forty four is drinking now. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I I think that's directly your fault. They them. Zebex Demise says I remember it. See I, now I don't know if I trust you either. Because I'm pretty sure this didn't happen, and now you guys are gaslighting me into thinking that it did, and I'm kind of worried at how effective it is. I'm honestly doubting now. I don't know. <laughs> what? Boomerman says, did you, did you, the video, I probably asked if I see the video, comparing Trump at the UFC game to Biden at the beach? No. Wow. There's so much sand and water. I never had sand or water like this back back at back at the house. What are you talking about, Joe? If I if I had to be anything that could fly, I, I think I'd like to be I'd like to be a crow. What did Trump did say something interesting uh, recently? When I this is. I mean, there's really no one else for president. I mean, I guess RFK, but he's not going to do this, fix this problem. When I return to office, the travel ban is coming back even bigger than before and much stronger than before. We don't want people blowing up our shopping centers. That's <laughs> <laughs> just the way he says things. It's just- I don't know. I don't know why it's so funny to me. This whole thing is just crazy and absurd. Like, okay. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Because every once in a while I forget. I think my mind, my subconscious is trying to protect me from reality so I don't go completely insane. So it kind of wraps me in like, no, no, everything's still normal. Everything's going to be fine. Adults are in charge. You know, grown-up things are happening. It's going to be fine. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Donald Trump is the president slash running for president. And this is what. So not only is he on. This is serious. Yeah. okay, Donald Trump's going to be the president now. And what is he saying? When I return to office, the travel ban is coming back even bigger than before and much stronger than before. We don't want people blowing up our shopping centers. We don't want people blowing up our cities and we don't want people stealing our farms. Stealing, blowing up our cities. I mean, I I know I it makes perfect sense. I know what he's talking about, but it's just 
the rhetoric it's like what what dystopian fucking future did i just wake up in imagine you you were in a coma this is this is fucking happening for somebody soon there has mathematically there has got to be somebody in the world who's been in a coma since let's say 2012 2013 you know they they went they went out bad car accident obama was president and then they wake up and the first thing they open their eyes you know they're just like oh oh my god like don't know what's happening you're just slowly coming to all you hear is the thing boop boop oh, oh, oh my god i'm alive you know that'd be your first thought probably and you're looking around nurses don't come in right away the tv's on and you're like fuck you look at the tv and you're just laying there in your coma bed fucking 12 years later, and this is what's on TV. When I return to office, the travel ban is coming back even bigger than before and much stronger than before. We don't want people what? blowing up our shopping centers. We don't want what? people blowing up our cities. And what? we don't want people stealing our farms. It's not going to happen. The United States will not be condemned to the same fate as is happening in France. And I what? told What's Macron happening this in was France? going to happen when I first met him. I will also order our government to deny entry to all communists and Marxists. <laughs> all communists and Marxists are banned from America. They're not let in. They're not coming in. I'll shoot. I'll have them killed. I will. I'll do it. America will not go the way of France. We will not suffer the same kind of terrible fate as France. People will not be blowing up our cities. They will not be blowing up our cities. What are you talking? <laughs> the nurse comes back, put me back. I want to go back. I want to go back. I've already, I've already seen enough. I that's the next thing you do. I'm like, woman, I need to see a map of the world right now. I need to see just first things first. Show me a map. That's how that's how drastically I would have assumed things have changed. I would have ex- I would expect to see all of North America is just called like it's just called Trump now and he's like dictator over the whole continent. Um Europe's been destroyed, all of France is a smoldering ruin, you know, and it like what ha- what happened? You know? <laughs> what the fuck? Because I remember old political speeches. I remember the old. I remember the Bush campaign. I remember the Clinton campaign. I, I used to follow. I didn't follow Canadian politics first. I followed American politics first because it's the United States. It's the big. It's a big event. It's the Super Bowl. That's the. Uh, that's the world. They go. The whole world's gone with them, dude. That's it. That's the stronghold of of Western civilization. It's not who. who if it's not the United States, who is it? It's not England anymore. <laughs> Look. Ah, cry! Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a little a bit dark here, mate. Seven hundred more migrants just today. <laughs> They're being escorted in by the police. Come on in, all men in their thirties. Yeah, come on, go ahead, go right in, do whatever the fuck you want. Bleak, you know. They're fucking putting people in jail for Facebook posts, like for anything. <laughs> Who else? The only country left that that has the ability to turn anything around 
if that country can get its shit together is the United States. No one else will be able to. <laughs> Maybe if a miracle happens and somehow, you know, France goes the other way in, in one of these big European countries, you know, Maybe France or, or Germany, perhaps, and then they start, you know, moving things in the other direction with the, with the assistance of places like Poland and Hungary, who are all very much already against all of this nonsense. And I don't think get the sense they want to be dragged into a world war. <laughs> I don't think I don't feel like they, they they are really their hearts really in this whole whole idea. So anyway. What a what a fucking timeline this is. This is this is crazy. Like I mean, I I just it, it's 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 flabbergasting to 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 be like this is how this is how out of control things have gotten. That was a real <laughs> We're not going to get destroyed like France. Just f- f- stop. What? Whoa. Wait, what's going on? No one is going to be destroying our cities. The cities are being destroyed by who? The Borg? Like, you know what I mean? How? Imagine trying to explain this to somebody from even ten years ago. That's how drastically and how out of control things are. And it was none of we didn't consent to any of this. I remember I just started to come passively aware that we were importing a lot of people from other countries. Like it, it wasn't like this when I was a kid. And then, and I was a teenager, it wasn't like this. And then it started to kind of get like this. And now it's like this, you know, and it's like clearly going in a direction. I just kind of slowly, and at no time was there ever a discussion about this. There was no referendum on this. There was no debates on this. No, this just happened. And now people are reacting to it. And those people that are reacting to something we didn't consent to or ever asked if we can, they're being, they're being labeled as the enemy. And who's being protected and sheltered are these people from all over, just importing workers. And what is it? What is there for them to do? By the way, most low-paying jobs, anything that can be replaced by a robot is is going to be replaced by a robot. Okay, a lot of service industry jobs, cab driving, trucking, probably. Maybe even pilots. Uh, AI is looking. Maybe even uh, could be putting lawyers out of work. Um, I mean, it's crazy, and they expect something like eighty percent of low-income jobs to be eliminated in the next ten to fifteen years. Eighty percent of them. So, what are these million fucking people a year going to do when they come to Canada? What are they? What are they doing? They're all doing the top, the 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 high end. The, they're all. They're all lawyer. They're all, they're all astrophysicists, are they? And they're all they're all going to build massive infrastructure projects. They're all incredible engineers. <clears throat> they're going to build us these huge solar fa- powered uh, farms and huge, <laughs> huge wind turbines and the highways and railways of the future. No, they're not going to do any of those things. So what what are they going to do? There's not going to be anything for them to do. And they're like, oh, we need them. We need them for labor. Labor is disappearing. The, the jobs required are, go, are, are going away. Automation is, is going to drastically reduce 
the size of the labor force required to do a lot of things in the very near future. This is the worst time to be mass importing people because <clears throat> it's not going to be anything to do. And somebody's going to have to feed them. And that's going to be what? And, that, and is that going to be universal basic income? Is that what we're doing? I think that's what their plan is. And who's paying for that? The people that are still working. That's communism. So the people that are, you you people that we need to do, so you're going to do all this stuff, and we're going to tax you to death, and then we're going to use that money that we tax you, and then we're going to pay these people who do nothing to just exist. Because that's equality. You understand? Do you like that? How does, does that sound good? That sounds like a very equal and, and uh, well, tolerant and, and, and very rich, enriching future, doesn't it? Liberal people. Doesn't that sound enriching? Don't don't you long for a future where you're so knocked out of your own labor force and workforce and standard of living has dropped so much that even the idea of you owning a home in your own country is just preposterous? And you can't even you can, to get a down payment. You're, well, look, a 90-year mortgage is they're selling in Canada now. 90 years. 60, 70, and 90-year mortgages. So you'll have to pass this off to someone else to finish. Mortgage means death grip, by the way, in Latin. If you know mort, gauge, death grip. 90 years. So that's the... And, and that's going to obviously getting keep getting worse. The carbon taxes are going to increase... Resource artificial, in a lot of cases, resource scarcity will increase. Prices are going to keep going up. They're bringing in more people. Housing crunch. So the people that are still working are going to be taxed even more and even more and even more. And all of that money is being used to subsidize all of these people coming in from all over the world. Who do you think is paying for these people in these hotels? You are. You're, you're going without, you're having to stomach something like a 90-year mortgage, if you can even get that, because Mahmoud needs to live in a hotel in Niagara Falls. And we needed rainbows all over downtown Vancouver. And we, needed, we, and we had to send hundreds of millions of dollars to Haiti for gender-affirming care. And, 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 and. That's where your money always goes. That's why we don't have anything. You give them your tax money. They spend it on nonsense. So what What happened? Well, we had money. Now it's gone. Your labor and your work vanished into thin air, wasn't reinvested into the country, didn't go anywhere useful, and instead it just got flushed down the toilet. Now they're coming back for more. And they needed to, to give to these people who just showed up from wherever. And if you have any, any part of this process you have a problem with well that's that's that makes you racist and believe it or not that is enough to shut up 99% of Canadians from even talking about this or even looking at it or even considering it because of that afraid of being con- of of other people looking at them in that way that's all it is other people are going to look at you and uh, perceive you this kind of way Oh no! Oh gee, Willie. <laughs> Obviously, there's other going to be consequences and shit uh, that come with that. So I mean, there's you know, but isn't that wild? 
This whole system is completely fucking insane, but don't say anything or we'll call you the R word and everyone's like, oh, geez, I hope not. That's how powerful that is. Every single political party supports mass migration. Doesn't matter who you vote for. This is going to continue. Because that's that's the main event. That's the main weapon that's being used to destabilize and ultimately bring down all of these countries is mass migration. That cannot stop. So anyone that, you know, comes anywhere near that, you're getting you're gonna get beat over the head with the with the racist stick, with the xenophobia stick, with the Islamophobia stick, with the whatever it is, the neo Nazi stick, you're gonna get hit with it all. So they just stay away from it because they don't want to be called names. So you're willing to just watch this happen, even though logically it makes no fucking sense and is clearly destructive and toxic. And of no benefit to the people that live, you know, your people, the country you're supposed to represent and be a part of, you're at, it's actually hurting them. But you're willing to ignore that and say nothing because the consequences would be people will get angry with you. And you want to be my latex salesman. I guess, unless you're a really big Seinfeld fan, that joke wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> There's an episode where George... Yeah, anyway. And you want to be my latex salesman. Just a complete buffoon. You can't do anything. You can't do anything right. 90-year mortgages isn't so bad. You can pass that off to your kids, and they can pass it off to their kids. You know, it's just... What's 100 years between three generations of people working to pay for a fucking place to live? Sharon Donner says... If nobody will be working, where will all the monies come from to pay taxes or anything? They're going to be coming from the less, the fewer and fewer people that are working until it, until it collapses on itself. Entropy's down again, Madam Breezy has warned me. Since when? But how? It is not. It is. What in the... This is like the... Uh, this is the second or third time this has happened in a row. What's going on here? It does normally, like, it'll shut you down, I think, if you go past six hours, but. <laughs> I got another one from Anderson Pallet. I don't know if this was tonight or when it was, but he says, citizenship is meaningless without exclusivity. Right. The Canadian citizenship doesn't mean anything. What does it mean to be, what, <clears throat> what does a Canadian look like, sound like, what does he believe What's important to him? What's not important to him? What will he fight for? What will he not fight for? Nobody asks it. There's no answers to any of those questions because we have no fuck. They've stripped our identity away to the point that it means nothing. You just you just just be here. You're just here. Just be in Canada. There, you're Canadian now. You've stood on the magic dirt for two years, and they're there. There. It's all talk. So Canada's just developed a system where apparently what we believe is that if you stand on the magic dirt long enough, you just instantly like that you just convert and be and become uh one of us. So I guess that's how it works. So if I can go if I go stand if I go rent somewhere to be in Alexandria, Egypt, for a couple of years. Am I going to be Egyptian? 
or am I just a Canadian in Egypt? <laughs> Can I be a Saudi Arabian? Can I be Japanese? Will I turn Japanese? Will my hair turn black? Will my eyes change shape? But I've stood on the magic dirt. I am now Japanese. I've been here for two years. I speak broken Japanese, and I've been here for two years. I'm as Japanese as anyone else. I am as Japanese as anyone has ever Japanesed before, because I've been standing on the magic dirt for two years, and I'm a full Japanese citizen. That's how it should work, because that's how it works in Canada, right? Makes sense, doesn't it? Nothing feels off or weird or stupid about that whole system. Uh, Canada's like, and you know what? When when people try to describe something, what they come up with is like the obvious, superficial. You know, they can't even think of the few the few heroes that Canada does have. They don't even mention them. They don't even talk. They'll be like, oh, Wayne Gretzky. Oof. Trailer Park Boys, uh, Timbits, uh, oof. You know what I mean? That's a huge problem. If we don't even know who we are, how in the flying fuck are we supposed to identify what to do about anything. We don't even know who we are. If we don't know who we are, we don't know what we believe. And if we don't know what we believe, we don't know what we want. And if we don't know what we want, we can't get it. So so good luck to a, a country like that of people who are walking around with no fucking identity at all. And you know who that works out really, really well for? The people that own and run the world. That's an excellent situation for them. You've You've got a bunch of people that have no identity. They don't know who they are or what they are or what's going on or where they came from or what matters. Or what They're just one thing to the next, one consumerist product to the next, one distraction to the next, quietly just, just burning out and going away like the end of a fucking candle or the last log on a fire. Just shh, that's it. Go to sleep forever. Time for the nice long sleep. Shh. It's crazy. Dark Lord They Them says there was a coma guy who woke up to President Trump. Believe me, bigly. <laughs> that would be insane. That would be crazy. And that should that should show you, like, you should appreciate how chaotic and wild the world is. Like, that things like that can happen. And you should take that as kind of a white pill. It's like crazy thing, unexpected things happen a lot more than you'd think. So it's like you never know. You never know what could happen. You never know which way things could turn. And there's just too much going on. There's too many people. There's too many different interests and powers and people pulling and pushing and trying to get a piece of this and influence that. And it, you know, it's an imperfect system. You can never, you could never fully, totally control the world. Like that's just not impossible. The bigger it is, the harder it is to control, obviously, right? And there's going to be, a, and the bigger it is, the amount of chaos out there is going to have a higher say, a bigger say in, in, in anything, in disrupting a system that big and that large. 
the bigger the system is, the more things there are to destroy <laughs> with chaos, right? It's a more complicated machine. Really simple machine is like a crossbow or like a bow and arrow. Very simple machine. A state-of-the-art assault rifle. Much more complicated machine. And if you just gave both... If something goes wrong <laughs> with that very complicated machine, it's going to be a that's that's a that's a fix. Bow and arrow, yeah, that's easily replaced. You can get another one, no problem. Oh, geez, where do I get a fucking firing pin for an AR-15? Do you know anyone that that can machine steel? And do they have a lathe and an ability to like? Do you know what I mean? To make this exact specific piece for this much more complicated machine? Because without this one piece that I broke, nothing else works. And there's a whole bunch of other pieces like that that have to all fit perfectly in time. And there's springs and there's coils and there's all kinds of fuck. So as it becomes more complicated, it can become more powerful, but it's also more susceptible to breaking down and falling apart and having catastrophic failure. So you know. A little bit of chaos in the world, like maybe some mud and some dirt flying around on a battlefield, isn't going to affect a crossbow or a bow and arrow very much. But if it gets in the barrel of a rifle the wrong way, that can be the end of your fucking day. It's just very, you know, you don't want to overcomplicate things. That was the big reason, um, big reason why the Soviets had an advantage over the Germans in the Eastern Front was because of that. They had a much more the the tank. They were making like something crazy, like hundreds of tanks a day, like an an insane a bananas number. They, <clears throat> but they were much more simple to build, and they just made a ton of them, and they were just quick and easy. Like yeah, it was pretty. It was like putting Lego together, versus what the Germans were doing were uh, superior machines, but they were way more complicated and needed a higher skill levels and more time and more you know tension to do. So they took longer to make. And then when they get blown up or broken, they needed more expensive, more complicated parts to move. You know, So over time, as these systems collide with each other, like I said, a couple wins here, a couple losses there, over time, this one is a superior system because it's going to be easier to maintain. It's simpler, costs less, you know, and this one... So if there there is such a thing as too complicated, you know. <laughs> so I wonder how much more complicated can all this? How much bigger is this nonsense? Can it, it only is kind of starting to break down. It's like the chaos of the internet has really fucked a lot of stuff up. A lot of a lot of people have been able to do some things they weren't supposed to. There's too many people with big mouths out there now. Too many people know. Too many people are noticing. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's crazy. It's. I remember I remember being pretty confident and I don't know why I, I was but I felt uh, and, and let's say around the year 2003 or four I was pretty confident so around the time I graduated high school in the in the world situation that like we're in a good country <clears throat> Canada is one of the best ones to be in in the world for standard of living for access to you know whatever you want really. 
good jobs. There's all kinds of different opportunities. You can do basically whatever you want. We have all kinds of things. We don't have the same military as the United States does, but we have one. It's not bad. I was interested in that, but it was like, you want to you be a doctor? You want to be, we can fucking do anything up here. Standard of living is pretty good. Nothing to worry about at home. Pretty safe. Uh, weather is probably the worst you got to deal with. And, you know, generally competent, you know, governments. I mean, they're not, they're, no, they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect, but you know, it's, it's all right. It's run fairly well, and you expect the things that we have to work, and you can be reasonably confident if it was made in Canada or if it's Canadian people are working on it. And, you know, in a professional sense, you could be reasonably confident that it's going to be probably top quality. All of that's gone. I took all of that for granted, and now it's all gone because I did, because we all did. Now you have to pay. 90 years for a mortgage. Your standard of living is dropping. There's not a lot of good jobs. There's very little opportunities now. Your health care doesn't even fucking exist. The security and the prosperity of the future is like nil. No one feels good about anything. Most people are living paycheck to paycheck. A lot of people are going homeless and broke. I'm, I'm, I'm People are messaging me like, there's people I know that are like, oh, I live on the street now. I'm like, motherfucker, you know? This didn't used to be a thing. So the the environment we're in now is very different than the one I experienced 20 years ago. And and not for the better. So let's see where this goes in the next 20 years. <laughs> Going to be a lot of angry folks wanting to know what the fuck happened. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're going to like the answers that this that the machine gives them. I think there's going to be problems. Uh, St. Maurice Bear says, I'd date your finance minister before I date my vice president. I don't care. St. <laughs> Maurice Bear. How did you know the finance minister was a female? She does, she does sound like that, but you know how it is. Becky? You got to pin it to win it, bro. You got to do what you got to do. You got to be the best. Oh, she's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rips the door off. Oh, my bad, bro. Oh, Becky, you scare me. Scarecrow says, you're turning Japanese. I think you're turning Japanese. I really think so. I remember that song. Turning Japanese. No, you just turn You just turn into it. <laughs> it's like a video game quest. You just stand in the special square for 90 seconds, and then the, the little the bar fills up, and then it goes, and then, yay, you're American now. <laughs> yay. Hooray! You are now an American. You are now an American. You have stood on the magic dirt long enough to morph into an American. At least if it was like... (laughs) something reasonable, like, like 20 years, you know, or 10 years is even like 10 years is when I'd start considering it. It's where you're like, this person's been in your country, living here, working here, contributing to the economy. And, you know, generally 
been immersed in our affairs, integrated properly like they're supposed to be, not just ghettoizing and t- claiming a part of Brampton and then saying, this is Khalistan! That's not immigration, that's invasion, but anyway, the fuck was I talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> Turning Japanese. You're now an American! Ten years, but like, no, two years? Like, it's nothing in Canada. Is it? It's not even three years. I think it's. Is it even two anymore? And now you don't even need to be a citizen to be in the military. You can just show up and we're like, yeah, we'll give you a gun. We'll trust you with one of those. Who are you? That ah, doesn't matter. Here you go. Have a machine gun. <laughs> we used to have to have security clearances, and you had to be a citizen, and you had to do an aptitude test, an IQ testing, and a background check, and a police records check, and all that. When I joined the military. It was hard to get in. Now they're like, hey, uh, Paul Minder, do you want to do you want to be an infantry company commander? I don't even speak English. I get it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hey. I'm not going to shave and I'm not going to take off my. No, no, you don't have to. We'll make special accommodations for you and everything. We're that desperate. We have no standards anymore. Our uniforms are meaningless because, you know, everybody has their own unique. Everyone's being their authentic self in the new Canadian forces, okay? Bring everybody. Bring the whole team. Bring everybody. They don't Tell them they don't even need to speak English. We'll just give them all machine guns. You just... Standards haven't... There's Standards haven't dropped, guys. No. No. We're getting the same quality everything as we always have. Uh, Godzilla, he says, I need to correct you on one important thing that you said tonight. Unlike all other political organizations, the DILF party does not support mass immigration. No, that's correct. But they also don't exist in the House of Commons, so. (laughs) They only exist in our minds. For now. Island Jason says, shout out to Jason Levine. Please check out his shows. 512 days for the Coots Boys. Awesome show with Alex today. Who was that? Was it that Cabana that was on that one? Uh, I don't know. I, I scrolled. I saw so much today. I, you know, I probably was on my phone for like three or four hours straight. Like just, uh, I was, you know, I, like that's, that's a lot. For, I hate it. And then you're like my whole, that was a whole afternoon, you know? Oh, thank God. Madam Breezy reminded me about that. <laughs> I won't read a book. That's, this doesn't change anything. Breezy. Lady Harley says Russia's looking really good right now. Defect. Oh uh, well, they're not our friends. I mean, they're they're Russia. It's they're on Russia's team. You know, it's like is Russia on our team? No, they're on Russia's team. Russia's on Russia's team, as everyone's supposed to be. That's that's how everyone else in the world is operating. It's only crazy le- uh, leftists, but yeah, same thing. It's only crazy leftist, you know, Western countries that live in this bizarre hall of mirrors where like. All these things they taught us as kids is all true. No one else believes this outside of our bubbles here. The whole rest of the world is just like, man, they've all gone crazy over there. Let's take advantage. Let's take full advantage. China's just waiting to fucking swoop in. They're already buying everything up. They're installing people all over the place. They've got hooks in the intelligence community and the police departments and the government, man. Like, we're not a serious country. Look around this place. We've got a guy wearing makeup and compression shirts who's worried about being called Millhouse. He's the resistance to the, you know, clearly bisexual slash effeminate lady, lady boy, King Joffrey, prime minister, 
who's spent most of 2020 and 2021 coked out of his mind or whatever he was on. Probably still is. This place is a fucking disaster. And people are worried about, like, what about an invasion? You don't have to invade a country like this. See, when people talk about, this is why I laugh, when they're like, oh, man, what if the Chinese invade? The Russians, if they invade? I'm like, invade? That's like, gee, I I hope, um, like, 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 so we'll use, like, a high school analogy or something, right? And say there's, like, a, there's a kid who's, like, worried about, like, this, this bully, this huge, you know, and this kid's, like, not capable of fighting him off at all. He's tiny, right? He's like, oh, man, I hope that bully doesn't come over here and try and fight me because I'll fucking, I'll fuck him up, bro. I mean, I'll f- <laughs> you're not going to do anything. If he wants to come over here and take everything you have, he's just going to put his hand in his pocket and take it and leave. There's no need for any violence. You're, in, you're literally incapable of even hurting him anyway. He would just pat you on the head and put you down, pick you up and, like, put you in a... <laughs> There's a guy in the Marines. This big fucking corn fed ah uh, fucking Idaho boy. Matt. This big fucking Marine big fucking what you know what I mean? Just an American like wrestling team like all of it you know what i mean he's yeah of course of course there's one of these here right And this i did this exchange with the marine corps and i'm like oh yeah that's your counterpart this guy i'm like of course it is what's up man i'm like yeah <laughs> right out of a fucking anyway uh one of the guys they were fucking around getting you know getting silly and he was like you don't fucking what do you say You fucking cut that shit out. I'm going to put you in a cabinet. <laughs> we're like, what? And then they were fighting. He's like, whatever, big man. And fu- Anyway, he comes up and he just grabs him. He just comes over and he just takes hold of him. Sylvain was this guy's name. Takes hold of S- Sly, we call him. Takes Grabs Sly just and just puts him in an overhead bin. Like down in the fucking, this area of the, we we're on a ship, of the, on this Australian ship. Oh, what the fuck was it called? It was an old American ship they repurposed. Damn it. I don't remember. But uh, I would have to go look it up. It just puts him in. He's like, there. And it was like up there. He's like nine feet in the air. He can't get down. There's no ladder. And he's just in, a, he's just in basically a shelf now. That's like, that was incredible. Like how easy that was for him to do somehow. I've never, there wasn't even a struggle. He wasn't even like, like he was a full grown man. This is a 200 pound man. He's just like putting away like a backpack. He's just like, come here, man. You just there. Now you're up there. And he's like, help. <laughs> like that's what China would do. Like we, we're incapable of even China not invade. You stole Siri. China not bro up investment. China just a buy. We buy Toronto. Now we going to go buy Calgary. Calgary. China buy Calgary. Oh, you know? <laughs> China don't want to destroy investment. In re- investment. In re- how would you say? <laughs> um... Hey, 
did CSIS just say that the Chinese have been slowly taking over this country since the fucking 90s and nobody's even gonna... Oh! Oh, sorry, my bad. All right, we'll just move on. We're not gonna... We're not gonna talk about that anymore. <laughs> and who would even fight... Who's even gonna fight them? The people with trans flags and high heels in the army like with, with the no vehicles, they're all broken, all of our shit's gone to Ukraine. We don't even... It's a joke. It's all over. It's all over. Good job, Wayne. You did such a good job. You're doing great, kid! I love what you're doing, Wayne. You're one hell of a general, Wayne. It's a miracle. Finally, we've got a real general in this country. Oh. (laughs) Speaking of, the Prime Minister took some time out of his day to visit the troops in Latvia. Why are they in Latvia? Your guess is as good as mine, but we're they're preparing to die for the you know the inevitable World War III that's being constructed to finish off uh, what's left. <laughs> Seriously, that's probably what they're. I mean, I don't know if they'll get it. I don't think the Russians are. It's going to be hard to trick them into this, and I don't think the Chinese want any of this either. But in the meantime, in the meantime, we're going to pretend like that's what we're doing. Because we're retarded and we're just going to, for some reason that no one can understand, we're just going to buy into this idea that, oh, the Russians are going to attack all of Europe because it's the 80s and uh, the Soviet Union's back and, you know, Top Gun was just in the theater. So, you know, we're just, we're just pretend it's 1981 again, or it's 1989 all over again. All right. Pre-Berlin Wall, go. That Like, what, what, are, they, what are you talking about? It's not... Anyway, don't we can't look into it. We can't investigate it because if we did, you'd be like, what the fuck is going? This doesn't make any sense. We are provoking them constantly and doing everything in our power to cause wars to happen. And now we're acting like we're the ones on the defensive. That's just that's just factually incorrect. That's ridiculous. So anyway, he's there and he's going to give the troops a he's going to give them some a pep talk or something. Atmospheric river was when it hit BC. Climate change is having a real destabilizing and negative impact with more and more frequent extreme weather events at home. And as challenging as it is at home, the impacts around the world where people are in more precarious economic and geographic situations than we are, That's a new reality that has huge implications for security around the world, which is one of the reasons why Canada is stepping up to build the Center of Excellence for Climate Security in Montreal. That's one of the announcements we're going to be making tomorrow at uh, at the NATO summit. That applause is deafening. That is some serious... ...climate realities and conflict. Think of the Sahel. I'm going to move... Uh, at the NATO summit. Because everywhere in the realm, but particularly in areas where there is particular intersections between geographic and climate realities and conflict, think of the Sahel. Yeah, sorry, sir. I just got a question here. Could you give us an example of, of what an intersection of climate and geographic reality, the intersection... I, I, don't, I don't speak communist gobbledygook. You need to explain this, you know, like a man, like a human being this kind of weird 
like this shit you do to like razzle dazzle kids and teenagers that like oh he sounds really intelligent and important yeah i know these words don't mean anything you're just saying not you're saying nothing you're saying nonsense start over the hell uh, think of parts of southeast asia that's going to be a new challenge we all have to deal with we're also dealing with the hangover why why would southeast asia be something that the Canadian military has to deal with because of climate change. Like, this is, these people are insane. The only way to, to deal with this is to understand that you're dealing with a mental patient. This is, a, this is an insane person. This is not someone you can reason with. These are not people you can debate or come to an understanding. They're they're not there in the head. They're insane. Their thought, the way their brains work, is completely off, off of uh, off planet Earth. It's not even. They don't even have a, so much as a toe on the ground anymore, man. You do better to you. You might as well negotiate with a, like a turtle, like. You're going to get absolutely nowhere. They're incapable of uh, of thinking. This is crazy. I'm going to listen to this again. This is just... Like, just appreciate how insane this is. To say. And we've just... We're just allowing it, I think, because it's been so much, so long of this, that no one... Everyone's just like, whatever... But this is not okay. This is not acceptable. You can't talk to us like this. You can't talk to us like we're like we're idiots and just make up words and and you know invent phrases and platitudes and speak in vague terms. Nobody under, like you're not saying anything, and we all know it. You know it. We know it. You know that we know it. And we know that you know that we know that you know it. What the fuck are we doing? Can we stop with the nonsense? It's like they've got everybody under a spell. Because this is everything that's coming out of this guy's mouth is is like air. It's nothing. It's hot air. And as challenging as it is at home, the impacts around the world where people are in more precarious economic and geographic... How is it challenging at home? What are you talking about? Because it snows? Because there's tornadoes? Because there's hurricanes? There's always been these things. Not... <sighs> situations than we are that's a new reality that has huge implications for security around the world which is one of the reasons why canada is stepping up to build the center of excellence for climate security something he said there just reminded me hang on in the world where people are in more precarious economic and geographic situations right there okay that's what's going on i remember this now so the plan is so there's going to be a global famine and guess where that where that's going to happen? That's going to happen in the third world and uh, a lot of those places because most of these countries, especially in Africa, are basically exist on the charity of the rest of the world. So, as you can imagine, they can just turn those taps off, creating an instant crisis. And then, geez, where are those people going to go? They're going to have to come to your house. So that's kind of the plan. And they're going to say it's because, well, they just can't grow food there anymore. It's too hot. It's just too hot because climate change and geographical concerns. And you see where this is going, right? And they're going to have to, well, they're going to have to be re relocated. They're going to be what's called climate refugees is what they're going to call them. So, and they're, and they're, we're, we're, they're already signing this shit. If you don't believe me, I fucking dare you to go look.
because you're just going to want to throw up in your mouth. So they're going to be called climate refugees, and there's going to be agreements between all these countries, the UN and, and, and the EU and so on, to who's taking what and how many and where they're going. And not only that, down to which town they're going to go to and in which order and which wave. And oh, yeah, that's that's going to happen. That's the plan. That's why uh, all of this, you know, that's why all these guys, all this organization, this isn't this isn't distant future this isn't 50 years from now. This is like 2030, maybe, maybe sooner than that, 2027, 26, like think about how many things you, you'd want to get done before like the point of no return where you're like, okay, this is, this is just crazy now. This is almost, un- this is basically, un- this has now become an untenable situation. Like, I gotta, I can't live like this. You know what I mean? And then all the work you're gonna have to do to change, th- like, are you gonna have to move somewhere? Do you, like, do you wanna live in downtown Calgary or Toronto? The way things are going, when do the climate refugees come to town, you know? Are you going to still be like, do you have investments? You know, do you do like stock trading or anything like that? Do you have money in the bank? Do you, you know, how long is that going to stay in there before they figure out that you're, well, I don't know. Some of the things you're liking on the internet, maybe we're going to, cause that will come too. that kind of, that kind of punishment, the soft, the soft tyranny is what it's kind of, kind of referred to. This kind of soft tyranny will continue to permeate through the rest of the general public. And they'll do things like that too. They'll be like, yeah, you've got some problematic purchases. Like maybe you're donating to the wrong person on the internet. And they're like, yeah, they're going to, and they'll do that. And the, for two reasons, one to scare people out of doing it and to cut people like me off of, uh, being able to, you know, uh, uh, pay their bills. So that's a great, you know, way to do it. And they will do that. So it's like you have to prepare for these things. And if you wait until that to start, oh, I guess I better, it might be too late. And I don't know how many years we have left, but it's not a lot (laughs) before it's just, we're totally disenfranchised. And if we're completely on our own out of society, like you don't even, five, yeah, five, seven years, 2028, 2030. That's probably my guess before it's really bad. But, you know, Center for Climate Excellence. That's what we're building in Montreal, and that's going to be our, as as the troops know, this is our top concern. Anyway, I'll just finish this fucking nightmare off. I know you guys love listening to him. I love listening to him. You know, she's really pumped to be standing back there for some reason. And we are. That's a new reality that has huge implications for security around the world, which is one of the reasons why Canada is stepping up to build the Center of Excellence for Climate Security in Montreal. That's one of the announcements we're going to be making tomorrow at, uh, at the NATO summit. Who's got the building contract for that? And who's, uh, who's, getting them, who's getting the contracts for all that stuff? Because Is that your mom too? It's everywhere in the realm, but particularly in areas where there is particular intersections between geographic and climate realities and conflict. Think of the so there's a geographic reality and there's a climate reality, and then sometimes they intersect realities. So don't cross the streams, Egon. Got it. Makes perfect sense. Everybody, everybody knows what you're talking about. The Sahel. Uh, think of parts of Southeast Asia. That's going to be a new challenge we all have to deal with. 
We're also dealing with the hangover of the pandemic. <laughs> oh, that's what's killing all those people. They've got pandemic hangovers. Oof, yeah, that that was a there was a lot of partying. A lot of people did a lot of partying, and they're just dying from the hangover. The pandemic hangover is what's killing everybody. Fair enough. That's what it is. That knocked us around as economies, but also knocked us around as individuals. Put a lot of stress on families, on people trying to figure out a way through. Add the extra challenges of social media and levels of misinformation and disinformation that you know, had friends carried off by it. Yeah, speaking of friends getting carried off, some of mine got carried off to their graves because of the shit that you did. So, yeah. Very inspiring speech to the troops in Latvia. Don't worry, we're going to double our military presence there now, apparently. They've signed a roadmap to outlining the process where Canada pledged to increase the size and capability of the battle group as part of NATO's efforts to reinforce its eastern flank to respond to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Document sets out three phases for the work, which will eventually involve as many 2,200 persistently deployed. So the same as what we had in Afghanistan. 2,200, you've got 500 troops in the field. You've got one battalion. A battalion. <laughs> do, you, do you hear yourselves? I cannot imagine I don't know what the strategic situation I mean I don't have the map in front of me or anything but like do the Russians even fight anyone with less than a division like, what is the Russian doctor? Any of the old guys in the Cold War days where they just fucking beat this shit into your heads? Like, because the Russian doctrine is a very, like, numbers heavy. They don't come light. And they and they really like artillery. Like, that's the, what they do. That's the, how they do things. <laughs> and you're preparing to fight what with what you've got 500 men and that's the whole military and they will be destroyed in about an hour but it would take about an hour to wipe out the entire canadian the entire canadian military would be destroyed in about an hour and then there's no one to replace them that's it the end the army doesn't exist anymore <laughs> that's that's our entire capability we um there was a point where they almost had to shut the mission down in afghanistan because we had 30 some casualties one day and it was like not gonna we didn't have the manpower to cover this cover this off <laughs> if you go to war with the russians you're gonna lose more than 30 men in a day trust me you're gonna lose everybody in an hour probably jesus and and for what again no one no one can tell me a good this is all this is all worth your lives remember for some reason this is all happening for why? Because Slava. I, this is so frustrating to watch happen because this must be what everyone else felt like during 
leading up to World War One and World War Two, or Iraq, the Iraq War. Uh, there was people being like, this is complete fucking nonsense every single time. Every single time there was a, there were small, you know, contingents of people yelling to the, like that this is completely batshit insane and completely nonsense. And no one ever agrees with those people until after the fact when 60 million fucking people are dead and they go, "Oh yeah, that was none. We shouldn't have did that. They they were right. That whole war was nonsense. That totally should have been avoided." Yeah. Yeah, this is the time to make that decision is now, not after everyone's dead. That kind of defeats the purpose of even having knowledge of anything in the first place, doesn't it? That would be like, why would God even create you? Why do you even exist with a sentient mind, with the ability to learn, retain, and recall information if you're not going to do that? Why are you going to walk around? What you doing walking around pretending to be a person? If you're not going to do person shit. Why are you walking around pretending to be a homo sapien when you're not? Because we already know this. We already know these massive armed conflicts with great powers is a terrible idea. We certainly don't want to do that again with nuclear weapons involved. And and the drones and the never mind the state-of-the-art electronic cyber warfare and how the, the fucking shit that could... I mean, the power grid could go down at home permanently. You don't know. Are you prepared for that? Oh, guess what? There's no electricity anymore. Because the Chinese disabled it. Because we're at war and we've lost (laughs) already. It's been an hour. And they're just casually like, just derping their way right to the abyss. And you're like, all you can do is stand there and be like, I cannot believe you are this stupid. I I don't know what else to say. I just hope it doesn't... uh all you can do is try to try to get out of the way of the of the, of the plane crash that this is going to be, and try not to get killed as a as a as a result of these fucking idiots. I didn't even say anything. I didn't even say anything. I, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't. Jesus! All right. They're so touchy. I, did I even say anything? I was just talking about war in general, and they're just, you know, right there. Right there, ready to freak out about anything. What else? Oh, this is good, too, but I'm going to check the chat first. I need my safe space. Tell me something good. Tell me. I'm not going to say. Because I don't. I almost said something out loud that I would have regretted. I know I would have. Man on the mountain says when there isn't enough to eat, people starve to death. It's better to let half of the people die so the other half can eat their fill. Mao Zedong. Jeez. That's a grim. You know what? That's what they'll do. That's how they think. Uh, CRJ says when uh, Trudy thinks of Southeast Asia, his fun, <laughs> fond memories of Peter Daglish's Nepal sex cabin come to mind. Oh, like all like ne- Nepalese sex cabin that just popped into my head. I imagine, and I could already smell like uh, you know something. 
I don't like it. No. Oh. Ugh. Sergeant Rock says one well-placed Russian rocket will take them out, or maybe Russia will drop some cluster bombs. This country's such a joke. That climate BS must have sure fired up the 100 troops sitting there. Oh, right, I know. Well, they're going to double their, their size. They're going to double it. We're going to deploy the maximum weight of the Canadian military. We're already beyond capacity as it is. Who, who's going to do this? There's nobody to run. Like all these stories I tell you guys, right, about like sergeants doing like four jobs, officers doing four jobs. Like there's no personnel. There's entire companies don't exist anymore. Nothing works. Everything's broken. Oh, hey, we need to double the size of our Latvia mission. Roger. Okay, so that means those those guys that are doing those four jobs, you're now going to be doing eight jobs. Because we're going to have to send a pile of these guys to Latvia. And they need to be replaced on a continuing basis. So the size of the mission has just doubled. and so Now it's the same size as the Kandahar one, which we could barely maintain uh, for the amount of years that we did. Like 10 years. Eight years? How long were we there? Too long. <laughs> I... I are they tr- are they trying to exhaust the military to the point that it implodes on itself, or is this are they that delusional? From what I know about old Wayne and old Trudes, I uh, I got to th- I got I'm leaning towards delusion. I think they really believe. Uh, yeah, it may be both. Could be both, but I think uh, I think they're both careerists. I think they're both focused on themselves and the possibilities their futures hold for them as as individuals and um have their eyes set on bigger things and they're willing to flush us all they don't give a fuck they're just solely focused on that that's what i think they're doing and they're acting accordingly but yeah the uh a lot of those guys too and a lot of, I, I couldn't believe some of these guys were going to volunteer over in ukraine and they're getting there and they're like, dude, this is so much worse than Afghanistan. You have no idea. I'm like, no, I do have an idea. That's why I didn't go. You're fighting You're fighting a modern, contemporary, industrialized nation, the Russian Federation, which is the chief you know, competitor to NATO for the last, since the end of World War II. They have everything we have plus way more of everything more people more money more guns more bombs more planes more weapons different exotic crazy weird shit you don't even know exists these are not guys in sandals with you know busted kalishnikovs from the 80s and homemade bombs in the road they put together with a garage door opener and some leftover batteries this is like satellites from space and then melting you with with hypersonic artillery from hundreds of miles away that you don't even hear coming, and then you get turned into lava. Or maybe you're out on a patrol, and a swarm of drones the size of baseballs appear, and they all have, they're all armed with anti personnel rockets, and there's not and they just kill all of you, and you just blow to bits. Maybe you'll live long enough to just lay there in shock as your rib cage is blasted apart. Uh, listening to the dying screams of your men. They go, I just got taken out by Skynet. 
Like, yeah, that, that was it. That was your contribution to the war. That was your first day in the field, and now you're all dead by robots. Doesn't that sound fun? Well, we had to do it because... That's the difference. That's the only thing. What's the because? We had to do it because why? How many things can you put on that list for the rest of that sentence to be okay? We had to do it because the bank has needed money. That's not okay. <laughs> we had to do it or they were going to destroy, you know, they're coming to, they're trying to destroy our friends and family, our children and everything that they're going to, they're going to, you know. The Persians are at the gates, you know? Okay. Fair enough. The fact people are just willing to throw their lives away without even understanding why or what's going on, like, is mind-blowing to me. I, I cannot, like, they value themselves that little, or are they that naive and ridiculous to think that, oh, no, I won't be the one that gets killed. That'll be somebody else. I'll probably be fine. Actually, statistically, you you probably won't be fine if you go to fight the Russians. I think it's we had like a thirty something thirty something percent casualty rate for our guys, which was pretty high. Uh, so th- three and change out of ten, you're going to get killed or wounded. I would I think what it sounds like in the Ukraine theater, it sounds more like seven out of ten, over double, maybe eight out of ten. So it's like you're almost you have an eighty percent chance to be killed or wounded, and you're like, "Let's go!" And why? Why are you making that sacrifice? You you believe in Slava this much, do you? This is worth it for you. And you're like, "Well, if it's the end of the world, man, I'd rather be over there fighting than fucking." Then what? Trying to protect your friends and family here, and trying to survive the out the fallout of stupid fucking motherfuckers like you that don't ask questions. Yeah, that would be way worse. No, you should. Just go get melted in a field in Latvia. Because Slava. Because you're a dumb drone idiot and you can't even think, apparently. Like, it's insulting. You're insulting yourself. All that shit I was saying about, like, you're you're the last of a long line of people that goes back how long? And you're like, whatever, I guess I'll just Slava. Like... How do you not value your life more than that? For a cause that's that, you know, transparently stupid. I don't think there's anything, anything's going to be left of that place. They're going to just basically run out of Ukrainians, and that's going to be happening soon. They have 500,000 casualties. (laughs) Like, there's only so many 18 to fucking 35-year-old men in your country. You understand this, right? There's only so many. You can't just keep throwing them in and killing them all and throwing them. Eventually, you run out. And then what are you doing? Well, you're already, I've seen them, you know, at gunpoint hauling off teenagers, 15-year-old kids, old men. One guy didn't even have a hand. So they're scraping the barrel already. They literally cannot win. There's nothing they can do. 
the Russians are not moving. So why are we why are we No, we got to have World War 3 cuz Slava. No, I don't think we do. I would much rather I'm totally fine with just I mean, what does it have to do with us? Oh geez, a bunch of people on the other side of the world fighting over some dirt, see? Oh, are they? Yeah. These guys say it's their dirt, but those people say it's their dirt. And they're killing each other, yeah? Oh yeah? Yeah. You think we should go get involved? No. Neither did I. The end. That's how that conversation should have went. Does this have anything to do with us? With us, no. With the rich business interests that are ruling our countries, uh, yes, it has quite a lot to do. So we're going to be going to take care of that. Oh, good. So we're going to go die for rich people again? Yes, that's correct. No, I, fool me once. No, 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 not a second time. Oh, nice try. Nice try. I've already had one stupid war. I'm not doing another one. Not that retarded. <laughs> I did open the show by saying I was pretty retarded, though. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could be tricked. I could be tricked into anything, probably. <laughs> My page is reload. Did it go down? It didn't. Good. What time is it? What time is it, Mr. Wolf? It's getting late. Good. I want to get out of here. There's some horrible stuff. This is this is cool. Where was this? London, right? Just another great example. I mean, it's not like it's shocking to anybody, but every day there's something. There's more Trantifa. A uh, preaching all of the things that they, you know, how great they are. Who spent 25 years in jail for kidnapping, torture, and attempted murder. By the way, this person did. I was going to come here and be really fluffy and be really nice and say, yeah, be really lovely and queer and gay. No, if you see a turf, punch him in the fucking face. I was going to come here and be really fluffy and be... Punch a turf in the face? So basically straight women that think this is crazy is who he means? This is a man who wants to be called Sarah, who, again, has done time for, what was it? 25 years, kidnapped, torture, and attempted murder. And, oh, geez, are you shocked to see someone like that acting like this, holding one of those flags at one of these events? Oh, oh my God, man, bro, I'm so fucking shocked, bro. Holy fuck, I'm so shocked. Look how shocked I am. I'm shocked. Oh, my God, I can barely fucking believe it. I can barely believe it. My levels of excitement and shock and interest are so off the charts. Oh, my God. The only thing that could be more exciting than this is if someone asked me to retile their entire bathroom floor right now. That's the only thing I would be even more interested in right now than this. They're all like that. They're all fucked in the head. That's why they're there. That's what it is. Are there crazy people associated with Antifa? They're all crazy. That's where they go. That's, we closed sanitariums so that they'd have access to crazy, you know, fringe society loser people that are just on welfare and just, ah, you know, just a fucking mess. Just a total mess. You know the types, right? They're just a fucking complete mess. And they've got nothing better to do. They'd be busy bodies on the internet and fucking around. And there's, there's, and they're great to wind up and get them to, you know, and they do stuff like this. This is how they find meaning in their lives, is going to rallies and telling them to... Be really nice 
and say, yeah, be really lovely and queer and gay. No, if you see a turf, punch him in the fucking face. Yeah! Imagine if somebody, you see a tranny, you fucking knock that motherfucker out. Woo! Hitler salutes, you know? I'm sure that would go over just as fine with the media, right? Obviously not, but that's not the world we live in. We live in a world where this is celebrated. This is this is brave and stunning and awesome. We have the system is captured by the enemy. It's not ours. What else? Oh, there's a new fuel tax. No fucking way. I never believe there's a new fuel tax. The gay. There's more talk of the gay. Even though the season has ended, the gay will never end. Not this gay. Unfortunately, poor Peeps ended up in a photo with a guy. Again, he was in a photo with a guy. (gasps) Oh, my God. He took a photo with a person somewhere? Let's freak out. Anyway, what he said in the shirt says, Thank a straight person for your existence. Straight pride. That's apparently too much. That's too much. That is that is basically Hitler. How dare you? We demand an apology. And he gives one. Says he does not agree with straight pride message. Doesn't agree. A spokesperson for Lil Peeps, that's his gang name, said Monday the federal leader does not agree with the message of straight pride after he was photographed with a man wearing a t-shirt bearing those words. He says that Lil Peeps does not agree with the message displayed on the shirt, adding that conservatives are working hard to build a country where everyone is free to be themselves, regardless of sexual orientation. I'm not free to be myself. And it has nothing to do with my sexual orientation. I'm not free to be myself for a number of reasons. In fact, quite a few people I know are not free to be themselves. Because of the country you helped create. You soft, pot-bellied, girl-titted little bitch. Put on another compression shirt. Flex those little biceps again. Ooh, I'm mighty. I'm fierce. I'm smutty peepee. I'm a ferocious tiger. I'm going to stand up to the woke nun. I'm going to do it. You'll see, mommy. I'll be a real boy someday. Mommy, why are you daddy? And why is daddy also daddy? Why do I have two gay daddies? Cast of milk. He says in June that he saw Pride Month as celebrating freedom from bigotry. Oh, really? It looks like a lot of uh, children being exposed to graphic and grotesque sexual displays to me, but I guess he's seeing it from a different vantage point. And the right to be viewed as an individual instead of being lumped in together in a group identity. What, you mean like odious dirtbags? <laughs> oh, and the, the Alberta Premier also had to provide a similar response. You know, a conciliatory, oh, no, 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 we don't approve, we don't approve. Rainbows, yay. 
Yeah, trans flag. Yep, all about it. My God, so based, bro. The conservatives are so based. My God. Remember this, though? This was, they had no problem doing this shit. This is the conservative party. What have you conserved exactly, guys? Do you see what's on the screen? How much longer are you going to stick with these losers who only know how to lose? These are not conservatives. These are liberals. Because conservative people could not do this. They could not lend themselves to these ideas and stand there proudly with their face on it and get behind and say, yes, and I'm not even joking. This isn't even satire. Only a liberal, no conservative could do that. Therefore, these people are not conservatives. This is not a thing that, that we believe. That this is something that is healthy and should be pushed and, and glorified and there should have its own flag and its own day. This is crazy insanity. This is complete nonsense. And the deputy leader is, again, this gay Jewish woman. This other guy. Oh, so based. Really? Is he? Remember, straight pride is offensive and needs to be denounced. But this is good to go. There's so much different than the libs, bro. We gotta get the libs in it so we can end the woke nonsense. <laughs> Do you know what it's like? It's like the one-two punch from like terrible parents. Like uh, I just, I mine were great, so I don't actually have. I'm just using my imagination, but it's like the you, so you have like a hysterical mother. Who's just like, oh my god, how could you do this? Is like losing her mind every all the time. And you're like, oh my god, so unreasonable, so ridiculous, you know? And then you've got the dad who's just like, you know, kind of like Hank Hill. He's got the big glasses. It's the 80s in my imagination for some reason. And he's just like, listen to your mother. You know? It's like, you, so you're the same. Really, when it comes down to it. The delivery is a little different, but at the end of the day, you both believe the same things, don't you? That's right. Okay, cool. I don't agree with either of you. I think you're both wrong. And you agree with each other on basically everything. So I don't know why you guys are even fighting. (laughs) You guys have more in common than you don't. Way more. And then you might realize, oh, that is what's happening. They are peers. They are buddies. They do hang out with each other. And they don't want any actual resistance, especially them. This is their job. The purpose of the conservative party is to make sure there is no actual conservative party in Canada. They're, you know, by definition, that's what a, you know, a controlled opposition is. They push weak, soft, easily manipulated, emotionally fragile. These people. I mean, look, we make fun of him with some memes, and he's going around in midlife crisis trying to look cool. Like it's hilarious, man. He got all fucking butt hurt. Called the cops on me. Like this guy, you can play him like a piano. He probably screeches when he sees a spider. <laughs> Didn't you? Well, yes, but I was doing it for dramatic effect. I was trying to be funny. Not actually that. Fr- I ha- I probably would go. Oh my god, at a spider because I uh, there's a couple I've seen in real life that it's deserved. Okay, if you'd seen these spiders, you'd be like, I also feel disturbed by the size of that. I digress. 
do completely. We're talking about spiders now. Spider talk. They won't let them have strong leaders. They won't let them have any masculinity in there. They won't uh, because that's that's the antidote. You can only have communism and communism light. It's basically the same thing. It's just going to take you a little bit longer. It's a, it's different enough that people feel like it's a different team, but it isn't. And they rely on them being ignorant. I I always found this to be fascinating. That there's so many people in politics that just jump in with no real understanding of politics at all and just pick a side and just and just go hard. Just yip parroting the lines, saying, well, it's like, you don't even know what any of this means. Like, you just got involved in this shit like six months ago. Now you're running for office and you're acting like, like, don't you have any, any shame don't you don't you have any like dig like you're going to be exposed as an idiot you don't know anything you just showed up you just showed up you just decided you were going to be a politician now and that's what a lot of them do they all they they find people that are you know that are connected and they're you know they we want this person to run or we want that person. they have nominations to see they don't it's not just anybody that runs in these in these spaces, like for the Liberal Party, for the Conservative Party, they don't just let anybody into these. There's internal vetting that goes on, and they select who they would like to be in these certain spots. So you have to you have to play ball literally from fucking day one, <laughs> just and then to even be nominated to to run for a spot to, to see how well you can kiss the boots and kiss the ring and see if you can get the job done, and then they'll start. You know what I mean? There's no incentive to think for yourself at all. There's no incentive to serve the people, and every incentive to serve the party above all else. And that's what it demands. So they're not even. They're just just trying to win at this ladder climbing game like everybody else, and it, and while masquerading as a as a political party that's we're gonna bring it home. No, you're not. You're gonna keep doing the same shit that everybody's been doing. You're gonna keep moving the ball down the field, and uh, you know being a good little boy. Don't upset the apple cart. You know what? I don't even think they can. I don't even think they can win. I think the numbers are probably little. They're getting skewed. Um. Every time my phone buzzes or something, I get paranoid. Like, what happened? What, what's what's been destroyed? You know, this is uh, this is Sweden right now. If you can believe this, I hope this isn't too loud. Oh, it'll never happen, bro. Five years ago, I said that this is what it, exactly this is what you'll see, and they said you're insane. That's racist. That'll never happen, bro. I'm sorry. What? I, I can't hear. That'll never happen. What? I can't hear you over all of the. <laughs> neat. That's neat. It's very typically Swedish, you know. They've clearly assimilated. They're now Swedes. They've stood on the magic dirt, and I saw a bunch of Viking people, didn't you? Didn't you see a bunch of Vikings and Swedes and Nordic peoples? Isn't that what you saw? That's what I saw. They stood on the magic dirt. They're Swedish now. If you don't think so, you're racist. All right? Um, this, we shouldn't have to be fucking dealing with this, all right? 
This was the other day. This is Daisy. He gets a lot of. He must be in the Ottawa area. <laughs> Daisy, he, <laughs> Daisy media guy, Chris. He took one of the Dagelon flags and had a picture outside of Parliament Hill. You're gonna get sniped. They're gonna gun you. You're gonna be. Somebody's gonna get killed. They take that flag very seriously. You, but you're basically, you're basically a human weapon at that point. So be careful. Who paid for all of these shirts and all of these flags and all of these fucking because they didn't? And now, now what? Now we need more shit for Haiti, do we? Oh boy, Haiti is now Canada's responsibility. Also, the whole fucking world is our problem. If it's not Khalistan, it's Haiti. If it's not Haiti, it's fucking somewhere in Africa. If it's not Africa, it's Pakistan's problem. If it's not it, Jesus Christ, it's Syrian net refugees now. And oh God, never ends. And now we have to deal with this. Yeah, you're not... You're not in Haiti, though? Justice for Haiti. What do you want us to do about it? It's way the fuck down there in the Caribbean. Go ask the Dominican Republic. Why are you doing... What are you doing here? If you love Haiti so much, why don't you go back there? I'm so fucking sick and tired of people just feeling like they can go to... Like, where's the horses? Why aren't they being trampled? Look where they are. They're right outside Parliament Hill. Where's the snipers? Like, listen to them. They're not, they're not even born here. They all have thick Haitian accents. Why? Why? Uh... Oh, well, they're Haitian refugees. Well, then you say thank you. You don't, you don't be taken in as a refugee and they go, There, now that I'm here, I've got some fucking demands I'd like looked into. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, your highness. Please write this way. You can fuck my wife. Really? No, not really. Send this motherfucker back. <laughs> Go back. You get the fuck out then. Go back. How many fucking missions in our military do down there? Jesus, the places there, there's cannibalism going on. Oh. And you know what? They probably will. They probably will spend a hundred million dollars. They'll give them all kinds of money, and they'll just. It'll never end. Oh, look, another 100,000 Canadians have gone homeless. Oh, good. Good thing. And we slavered and we sent money to Haiti and all of this. AMT60 says, thanks for making my long drives interesting. Last Thursday, I drove over four hours to visit my sister and listen to your Wednesday podcast with my phone and earphones. We'll listen again when I get home this Thursday. Wednesday? Well, you you missed Friday, sir. Friday was... Oh, no, I did Saturday. I did... Well, you're behind. <laughs> you're not missing anything it's just just updates on mental illness that's, that's all it is it's just an update is he still crazy crazier than before oh good that's good all right i'm all caught up is odyssey still working good still got some time what else 
<laughs> yeah, I'll save that for the end. New York's a hell of a town. Um, yes. This is, this is new. This is pretty wild. They're so sensitive. This is in the United States. The FBI shows up because this woman... Fight back. Yeah, do, you, do you have plans to hurt anybody? I meant by refusing their shots. Posted online you fight back. that she was going to fight back against Pfizer. So the FBI show up at her house to question her. Okay, well, that's what I meant. Do I have intentions to hurt anybody? No, I don't. You have no plans of executing or carrying out... How can you execute a corporation? It's not a human being. So you have no plans on... Executing Pfizer? No, because you can't physically do it. It was a joke. You can harm buildings. There's plenty of things you can do to harm a corporation. That's why we're here to ask you. You have no intentions of harming a corporation or or doing anything to destroy... What if she just dropped to her knees right now and just started doing this crab dance and not saying anything, just like while they were talking? And they'd be, oh, ma'am, this is serious. And she'd be like, no, this isn't serious. You're a buffoon. This is ridiculous. You showed up here to act like a complete buffoon and a retard. So this is what we're doing. So this is what I'm doing. I'm a crab now. Keep going. No, keep talking. I want the neighbors to come and see what's going on. Any of their facilities? No, ma'am, I don't. We're just here to make sure that Pfizer's going to be okay. Okay, Pfizer, you may not know this, is a very massively wealthy and powerful transnational pharmaceutical corporation. And we're just trying to make sure that Pfizer's okay. Because we're going to make sure that Pfizer's going to be okay. Please drive your patrol car into the ocean. Please do that immediately. Oh my god. Yeah, we gotta... We gotta... Fucking, I don't know police codes. We got a fucking 619. We got somebody threatening Pfizer. What the fuck? Let's go. Let's fucking ride right now. Hit the lights. They probably rushed over there. They probably ran over a little kid on a bicycle on the way there. Doesn't matter. Don't stop. We got to get there. Somebody's threatening Pfizer. Let's go, Johnny! Because in our town, nobody threatens Pfizer. Step out of the house with your hands in the air! What the fuck is this? Ma'am! Put down the salad! Put down the salad and put your hands on top of your head! We have an order that we can kill you! We can shoot you in the vagina with a shotgun! Because you threatened Pfizer! 
This is live Cops In the new normal Oh Becky thought she could post about Pfizer on the internet and get away with it But our brave heroes from the Atlanta police Are here to prove her wrong Don't move bitch I will fucking murder you Oh my god I just want to see my children Shut the fuck kill her Kill her now Stop resisting! Alright. Johnny, I'm gonna clean this up. Why don't you go in the house and see if there's any dogs to kill? Yeah, this is Johnny. Suspect down. Pfizer is safe. Status of the dog unknown, but, uh. Just, just go ahead and mark that down in the wind column, too. I'm sure. Yeah, he got him. He got the dog. Put the dog down, too. This special inside edition of Cops for Giant Pharmaceutical Companies has been brought to you by Pfizer. Buy our products and support our mission, or we'll send the police to your house to kill you and your dogs. Don't blame me. I thought this show would be terrible, but it's a hit. Eight million viewers every Thursday night. Pharmacops. Season two's got Moderna. Hey, they've got snipers. And they'll shoot cats too. They'll do. Moderna's even worse. Careful on the internet or the fucking pharma cops will come get you. You don't want the pharma cops. <laughs> Ridiculous fucking situation. We're just going to be sure that Pfizer's okay. Because, you I mean, you can't threaten a corporation. I mean, you, there's buildings you could blow up. There's fuck. <laughs> do you hear yourself? You looked at this and you were like, let's roll. Like, you. <laughs> those people, those FBI agents are this close to killing themselves. They have to be. They have to be that bit. To be this ridiculous, they're just like probably crying into a TV dinner with a gun right now. Like, oh. just a giant Pfizer goblin standing in the corner like a gargoyle on top of a fucking end table. Do what I command. And you're like, are you trying? You're just eating the dog. God. You gotta do what the Pfizer goblin tells me. Robert, what's up, dude? He says, just checking in. I missed Saturday's show. My wife and I went to see The Sound of Freedom. A good movie, disturbing material, but nothing I didn't know. It hit home to my wife and then and that my boy was the same age as the main kid in the movie. Brutal climate change is the new lockdown plan. Yeah, the climate refugees and the cli- everything's going to be a climate fucking problem now. That's the new that's the new plan. We'll just say it's the sky is mad so we have to take it give us your children. We're sacrificing them to the sky gods. 
Sharon Donner says, thank you for ending my day on a hilarious note. If only it wasn't true. <laughs> Watch out for the pharma cops. Be careful what you say out there. All right? You can bash Islam, but don't... Uh, anything... You, you touch the Babylonian Talmud or or the pharmaceutical companies, then guess what? The FBI is going to be so far up your ass, they'll kill you. And they'll kill your dog. You heard the show. That was that was live. That was a real... Sh- that's a real show. That just happened. You go Google it. Google, you know, cops shoot woman and dog. I guarantee you there's like 50 articles already. From today. From an hour ago. Do it! I dare you! (laughs) Oh my god. And it's just statistically, of course, it's going to be true. There's going to (laughs) be... Probably even in Atlanta. Like, oh, how did he do it? The streams create reality. Maybe. I just thought that was cool. I thought you guys would enjoy seeing that that's what police are getting up to in some spots of the world now. Oh, fucking Calistan. I don't want to get into that shit anymore. I'm tired of it. But it's it's there. I already showed you this yesterday. And there was violence, and there was fighting, and there was arrests, you know. He's got his swords and everything. Yeah, we need we need a fucking we need our you know our own nation state right here in Canada. If we have to, we'll just steal part of Ontario and turn it into Southern Ontario, like the best land we have in Canada. I've actually learned recently the best farmland and the best arable land we have in the country is in Southern Ontario. It's the most valuable land we have in the country. So let's give that. Let's the why not let let them have that. And again, these are the same people that blew up the Air India uh, flight back in the 80s, in 1989, was that what it was? Killed, and I, I always thought it was 200, 282 Canadians, actually, so I was short by a good uh, 32, I thought it was 250, it was 282, it was 320 people they killed, so, but 282 or, or 285 were Canadians. Oh well, fuck them, give them a country. Fuck those dead Canadians! Who were they anyway? They've been dead since all this time. They haven't even done anything because they're dead because they're stupid. They got killed. Losers. We want to hear from the people that killed them that are now standing on the streets of the city in the cities of the people they murdered waving their flags demanding interest. Anybody else feel gross about this? Remember that, that little thing inside you that's like something's wrong with this? Something doesn't feel right about this. Yeah, you should listen to that because that's your instinct. <laughs> it's telling you the truth. So you could blow up an airplane full of people, not be condemned by anyone in the government, welcome your supporters into the country as they advocate for the establishment of their own nation state. Potentially in Ontario, where you live, where I'm sure probably some of the victims were from. I mean, this would be like if if I, well, I mean, a lot of my friends were killed, but like imagine, you know, me and all the guys that I know from like the Picto area, you know, we all get killed in Afghanistan and then 20, 30 years later, there's fucking thousands of afghanis living here demanding that they they want this area to themselves because that's what this is 
So these people murdered some of ours, and now they're on our soil demanding some of it for themselves. Or what? What happens when we say no? Are you going you gonna to blow up another airplane? Or, or what? What's this guy have to say? This tweet, what's this say? Seeks. Okay, let's see. He's, you know, he's going to tell you what it's going to come down to, I guess. We're asking for our rights. And uh, if it does come down to it, you know, we've got these swords that are to, to protect the ladies, to, to protect the innocent, protect the people that, um, that, that are in need. It's not like, you know, we're out there um, causing a, a ruckus or whatnot, you know, to, um, just um, shooting at random people. But uh, if it does come down to it, then, then what we'll do, we'll do what we're asking for our rights. <laughs> we're not shooting at random people. So you're shooting at someone. You're shooting at people. Okay, and if it comes down to it, you've got swords. Like, what's, what are we talking about here? That's fine. You know, CSIS is probably, they're still trying to find Philip. I'm sure they're tracking this. I'm sure they're on top of all this stuff. It's just, this, again, the same people that felt so strongly in their beliefs that they were willing to blow up 280-some of our citizens, murder them, and then take physical space in their homes that they, of the people they murdered and then demand that space for themselves. That's all that happened. What's wrong with that? And that's why things like this are happening. Uh, this woman, uh, <laughs> it was, it's a Patriot Front sighting. Be afraid, right? Oh, they're feds, bro. Anyone that is able to organize and, you know, and, and able to gather and maintain and stitch together an organization of other men who are also have their shit together, um, that's called competency. And anyone that's able to do that, is going to be fed jacketed by the by the state, and that's what they do. And you know, and lots of you know obese, pale, nerdy types that can't do anything, and they just oh, re they're just reing, you know, reing is there's a lot of goblins, all right, and it's another type of re re give me re. But this uh, this liberal woman here is, is yeah is uh, sees them and just you know can't can't imagine where did they come from? It's not like. Like, decades of this bullshit has been noticed by some who alert others who see it also, and then they agree, and then they alert, and, and so on and so on. And there's there's quite a few. And things have gotten to this point now where this is something that is happening, and she's just like, probably has no idea, and is thinks like, is this, is this part of a movie? Like, um, Y'all just need to see what's happening. <laughs> like... Again, again, you're in a coma. You've just woken up you, in your in this city. You saw that on TV from Donald Trump, and then you walk outside what to see this. The actual. Look at this. <laughs> the future is interesting. How long was I asleep? Who are those guys? They're chanting Reclaim America. There seem to be quite a few of them. Seems to be more and more of them all the time. That's interesting. That's fun. Let's see where that goes. 
What is happening? Oh my god. Yeah, well, you went too far, and now this is what's going to happen. I told you this was what would happen. Oh, I didn't tell her specifically, but I mean, many of us have been saying, hey, you keep keep up with the shenanigans. The guys are going to run out of patience, and they're going to start getting together, and they're going to, st- yeah, well, here we are. If only we had better, better health experts, you know? It's about health. These are the experts, right? Always listen to the experts. Some of the experts hired these experts and made them the experts of health. That's the other thing you need to consider. Is not only are these people the experts of health, but other experts in government leadership hired these experts to be the health expert. Do you understand what I'm saying? They sat down with these people, looked at them, presumably, and thought to themselves, you know what? Yes, you should be the health minister. The chain of idiocy goes up. It goes quite high. It's it's at least that high. It's at least as high to like the people running our countries are, co- are complete idiots. So there's that. Um, Dana White. Yeah, that's good. All right, I'll check a couple more messages and then it's almost time. Or maybe I'm all out. Did I get them all? <laughs> obese women should be jailed for life. Everyone obese should be put in jail until they're not obese. And then they're let back out. They literally, they hunt you. And they call them the pig catchers. Those are the those are those cops. They're pig catchers. And they, they go around with nets. And they catch obese people with nets. And they bring them to like fat jail where you just have to live there and they only feed you reasonable portion sizes of food and they force you to exercise twice a day for an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening. And then you're, you stay there until your BMI goes under a certain level and then you're free to go. <laughs> it's like... They're like hiding in their homes. They have to send like... <laughs> the pig catchers are like... Sitting, sitting outside the grocery store watching these kids go in and they're like, that's a lot of ice cream to those kids. Hey, kid, what's in the bag? They start running. <laughs> we got a runner! <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> Just fucking tackles this kid. This is the this is the liftocracy cops too, so they're just huge and jacked. Kids fucking paralyzed. You grab the other one by the neck, hold them in the air. Who's the fucking ice cream for? Our mom! She's huge! Ah, throws him down. Let's roll, Johnson. We got a fatty on 7th Avenue. We're moving in. That's a whole new way. <laughs> it's a whole new division of policing. <laughs> get her, get in the net. We got a big one, and they have to like haul them out because they're just huge. It's just in a net. Hey, I don't want to go to the fat camp. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, if you guys didn't have to get this, you guys did this first. All right, we're not the extremists. You are. You decided this was a 
quote, healthy at any size environment, and you decided this was okay. This is crazy. We're doing this for your own good. All right? We wouldn't have to react like this if you didn't get this fat. This is your fault. Nobody told you to get this fat. You did this all on your own. And we just, unfortunately, we can't afford it. All right? It's a drain on our healthcare resources. It's too expensive. All right? Firemen are breaking their back trying to care. So, no. We're sending out the pig patrol and... May the best piggy win, you know? But I'm pretty sure they're going to get you sooner or later. They're going to study your bank accounts, your receipts. They're going to be driving by your house trying to look in the window, see if they can spot you. And it's going to be like, is this a meth house or does a piggy live there? Because all the windows are, they've got uh, they've got garbage bags on all the windows. So you can't see in there what's going on in there. It's like a drug den or it's like, I don't know, it could be a piggy. That's what cops call them in the future, the piggies. They go up, open the door a crack. There's just empty KFC buckets all over the place. Like, yeah, we got a this is a, we got a piggy palace. We got a piggy palace. Call for backup. <laughs> There's just a ring from upstairs. They know they've been found out. They're panicking. Yeah, we're, we, that sounds like a big one. Yeah, get the loader. Somebody shows up in one of those fucking full body mech suits, like from Alien. <laughs> the mechanical arms, like they got to fucking remove a wall to like pull it out of there. <laughs> no, you're going in. They've got one of those giant cage trucks like in Jurassic Park. They put the fucking raptors in. It just lowers it into there. <laughs> They're just in there. No! There's a box. Of, there, eat this on the way. It's just a box of like plain corn flakes and they're like hyperventilating. <laughs> What is this? You gave me to drink. It's water. They don't know how to drink anything other than soft drinks. It's just sodas. Water tastes disgusting to them. We got a piggy. We got one from a piggy palace coming to the pig farm. <laughs> Gate opens. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to keep going with this. What should we do with all of the rendered fat? No, not today, Dr. Jenstein. That's a guy. He's not been here all night, has he? Just what I needed, a crazy mad scientist doctor to be someone that's collecting all of this harvested fat from the pig. Because, of course, there's got to be a sinister, there's got to be some kind of dark reason. Like, why? You know, is it really just because they're trying to get everybody in shape? No, they're harvesting the fat for nefarious purposes. They're building some kind of weapon. (laughs) What could it mean? Um, got that one. Uh, Breezy says if the health minister ain't got a racist BMI, should not be a health minister. That's right. That's what I think so too. I will not read this book. Man on the mountain says, do you envision a day when the CIF will be indistinguishable from the Shriners? Oh my god! Just this sad outfit. They just stand there with their hats, like join the army. There's like, it's like forty people. Here's a brochure. It's just a dildo. You're like what? I, that's what we're supposed to give you. It's <laughs> completely beaten. I, that's what we have to give you. Do you guys even still have guns? No, they're toxic. We gave those away. Oh. <laughs> Grease bombs. That's right. We could. Kellen, Kellenel? Kellenel. Speculates we could be building grease bombs at this secret fat camp. We don't know. Maybe after. Yeah, after. All right. Is that it? I don't want to. 
No more fat talk. If you're if you're not being fat shamed, it's not a rage cast. Okay, this is a staple. This is a this is what we do. This is needed. Okay, and it's important. And they've noticed that we've noticed. They've noticed that we noticed. Pandemic fitness trends have gone extreme, literally. This is a real headline. White supremacist's latest scheme to valorize violence and hypermasculinity has gone digital. Physical fitness and violent violent hypermasculinity. I'm so fucking manly, I'm violent about it. I'm violently manly. I'm going to start barking at the gym. Violently manly. Would Tim Taylor even be he's probably toxic, right? He's probably too violently masculine for even today's world, right? He's definitely they did cancel him, didn't they? They actually did. I forgot. They already did cancel Tim Taylor a long time ago, like ten years ago. Uh yeah, it's always been central to the far right. Physical fitness and hyper yes, traditional gender roles, traditional, you know, natural order, being in, in physical good shape and health and a strong constitution so that you're able to live your best life and yeah, that's all horrible. Very, very terrible advice. It appears the far right has taken advantage of pandemic at home fitness trends to expand No, that's not what happened. Do I have to explain this to you fucking idiots again? Okay. So here's the thing, Dim Dimwitz. Your your whole world that you've created, that that we're living in, that we don't like, that we fight against daily because we hate it, is a is a, a world of death, a world of decay, a world of lies, a world of degeneration, and a in a race to the bottom, essentially. And uh, many of us have identified that you know we don't want to do that. We don't want to be in the death cult and celebrate you know de- decay and degeneracy and, and gross um, abnormal craziness. Like I'm not you know t- transgender woman of the year. What was it? Uh, uh, Miss Denmark or Netherlands or whatever it was is like some guy like. <laughs> and you know everything about our, our culture is is very focused on making you sick. And taking advantage of you and reducing you to just a consumer unit so you can just make money off of me, off of you, off of everyone. The food they give you is trash. The programming on the TV is trash. and Everything in the news is trash. Education has become trash. The quality of our, our lives is a standard of living. Everything's going to trash, going to hell, degrading. We're sick. We're, on ton- we're, we're eating garbage. Our food is terrible. We're on millions, endless types of medications, of pills. We're, we're living in an artificial existence, artificially with artificial friends over artificial means on artificial phones, in artificial social circles with fake, fake everything, fake entertainment, fake relationships, fake fears, fake anxieties, fake triumphs in video games, fake relationships, fake sex with fake people I found on a fucking flesh market Tinder dating app. Oh, I'll just select this one, bring this over let me hire some pakistani guy to bring me some fake food from a fast food fake food production plant that i can eat and then i'm going to sit there and all this fake degenerate you know backwards upside down inversion world nonsense and go geez why do i feel so terrible and i'm going to start taking some pills i'm going to take all kinds of pills to to you know mask the innate you know insidious eating at your soul kind of pain (laughs) because you're living in a world of nonsense and lies and filth and crap so then there some people were like you know what what if i just got like really healthy maybe i'd feel better 
and I'm going to ditch the drugs and the booze and the garbage food, and I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to stop watching television. I'm going to start reading books. I'm going to start spending more time with my family. I'm going to start building things. I'm going to start building things outside, maybe with my family. And I don't like to feel sick and weak and defeated and demoralized. And the first and best way you can put yourself on a path to defeating that version of yourself that I talked about earlier, who sucks, whoever you were yesterday, who you want to beat, who you want to be better than, one of the easiest and most, you're going to get the results immediately from doing that, of this this journey to improve yourself, is through physical fitness. You take responsibility for yourself because only you can. It's your body. No one else can do that for you. You have to do the work yourself. And likewise... When you get results that you like, there's no one else to thank but you. You made that happen for yourself. There, you've gained some power. You've done something for yourself. You've been able to to reach into your own life with your own will and change it, and you did it all yourself. No one else can do that for you. You have to not eat the crap. You have to have the willpower to eat properly, to get enough rest. To go to the gym, to do the shitty exercise, you know, it's heavy and it hurts. Yeah, I know, it's horrible. But that's what discipline is. And you're building momentum. And all of a sudden you care more. You don't want to lose the progress you've made. So now you start to take yourself and your health more seriously. Maybe you want to improve even more. Now you're going to think more clearly. You're going to be more self-confident. You're going to be a little bit. You're going to be a little bit healthier. You're going to sleep better. You're going to be more resistant to disease, to stress, to anxiety, to to depression, to all of these weapons that they're using to make you small and grind you down and make you a good, benevolent little fucking slave. But if you build yourself back up, that becomes very hard to do. And they notice people starting to build themselves back up. And what do they do? They put out shit like this to say, oh, they're they're... They're using at-home fitness trends to... You don't even understand what the problem is. See, we see you. We know what this is, and it's over now. Like, those people are free. They're not not in the system at all. They're just... It's done. They know what it is. They know what you are. And more importantly, they know who they are. And you've lost them. They've escaped forever, permanently. You'll never get them back in. They'll fight you to the death if you try and bring them back in. They don't even understand what's happening. They're so they're so completely fucked. And there's going to be more and more and more people like that every day as time goes on. And this is why. The amount of violence and shit that's been happening that's completely out of control is just reaching such a state. The people have become so brazen and so bold with it that they're just they're just killing people in the street now. And it's because of that lack of awareness. People ask, like, why why don't they react? When George Floyd happens, what was the result? How many times? What was the name of that, that guy on the subway that got strangled? Because he was a violent criminal with an, with, who was terrorizing people and had many arrests and so on, you know. 
fucks around with the wrong guy and a United States Marine. And, and two other guys, I think two other guys that were also black, by the way, subdued him, but he was the one that had the chokehold on and killed him. Then what happened, right? Why is the reaction always like that? Because, you know, white people see it like as they see everyone as individuals because that's what we were told. That's what we were trained to see the world as. Everyone is an individual. And most importantly, race doesn't exist, right? But they only teach that to us. Everybody else is still living in the old system. where it's They're very much aware that who they are and who you are, and you're the bad guy, right? So when something like this happens, it's so much easier to, to for them to get riled up about it because they don't see George Floyd, the drug dealer, being... You know, dead. they see George Floyd, the black man, being killed by a white man. One of theirs was killed by one of yours. So now we're fighting. That's that's how. And we well we we don't see it that way. That doesn't matter. If you see it that way or not? That's how they see it. That's how everyone else in the world sees it. The one the the Algerians and the rioting Muslims and stuff in France. You hear? Oh well, it's because. Uh, you did this to you colonized us so therefore they see it as as racial politics like you didn't colonize that guy you know he's like 27 he wasn't part of the french colonial expansion plans into fucking africa he wasn't there you know what i mean winston churchill or or charles de gaulle or something didn't personally smack him around like but it's a it's like oh no you guys did, you've had this coming because of what you did to us they see they see the world in that way and our people don't because they've been beaten into their head that that's not how it is so to the point where and and other people feel like they can just go around and there's just they're just killing people in the streets all the time and killing white people specifically and their hate motivated crime it's it's blown up in America it's crazy there's in, there's other telegram channels that explicitly that's just all they upload is white people being killed by other people. That's all the upload. All And it's like, oh, look, seven new posts today. Yeah, that's pretty bad, you know? And I think it's because of this. Oh, it's all into, like, they, they, we don't have, the, there's no connection. Like, they don't, they just see someone. Oh, that's just some guy that they killed. They don't, they don't see it as, like, not just some guy, that's one of our guys. That was someone that, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was sh- I'm going to show you a video that just disturbed the fuck out of me because it's like, that could have been my, I, I mean, I've, I've spoken with my grandfather a lot. He was a man I really admired and looked up to a lot. And he's, you know, a, a great man in my opinion. And, you know, he didn't, I mean, when did he die? He was in his seventies, but this guy's walking along. He's 80. Turns out he's 87 years old. And this guy who had already shot multiple other people. And it's like, yeah, he was going around looking for white people to shoot. That's, that's what happened. That's not my opinion. That's what he was doing. <laughs> and this is happening, especially in New York city all the time. This is New York city. And he just drives up and he just shoots this old man in the back. And he dies there in the street. That's the end of his life. That could have been my grandfather. That could have been your grandfather. That could be. And who's, Who's going to say anything? There's not going to be any riots, is there? There's not going to be any protests. There's not going to be any marches. Because everyone's an individual over here, aren't they? 
We're all just we're all just special snowflakes and individuals, and we have no responsibility to each other. Because if we if like do you understand if we don't stick up for each other, no one else, no one's going to, and this will just keep happening. Someone has to say this. This has to stop. Look at this. On July eighth, twenty twenty three, this racially confused man shot an old 87-year-old white man in the back in New York City, leaving the old man gushing blood and eventually collapsing onto the pavement and dying. Why don't we riot the way the French rioters rioted after one of theirs got shot? Why do white people stay calm over things like this? when our people are randomly targeted and murdered in broad daylight in our own cities. This man that you're watching could no longer stand up. Why don't we stand up for him? Shot four people, that guy. And it's like, that wasn't my grandfather, but it could have been. It was somebody's. And who who's going to, who helps those people? Who helps that family? Who sticks up for them? <laughs> who's going to do that? The FBI? Do you think the ADL is going to help them out? Maybe the Canadian Anti-Hate Network will reach out for a comment. And then understand that this is happening all over the place, every day. And somehow, I feel like the the answer is somewhere in here, in this puzzle, in this mosaic, in this strange, you know, nebula of information i've kind of covered and and looked over here that the answer must be somewhere but i just can't figure out why where these groups of guys and you know matching clothes are coming from i don't understand where these so-called right-wing extremists i mean they're just more of them every day somehow isn't there It must be video games, or is it the gym? Is that doing it? Maybe they need more more transgender events. There's probably not enough diversity and inclusion. That's what's probably making everybody so upset. They're not even going to see it coming. That's it, guys. Thank you very much. I hope you had a lovely, horrible evening. (laughs) 
Appreciate the support, as always. RagingDistant.com has all of my links and uh, social media. Accoutrement. My Substack and the Telegram community are there for your uh, to take advantage of. To touch in any way that suits you. Thank you very much. RagingDistant.com. Six Step for Tyrannus. Pro Patria. And glory to Piggy Patrol. May their reign be long and merciless. tumultuous reign of a meritocracy of lift bros. A secret government facility for what was known as Piggy's Palace was developed deep within the heartland of northern Saskatchewan. Many who would depart to Piggy's Palace for the state crime of being absurdly ridiculously fat Many would never return, some with tales too wild and incredible to believe. Some have speculated that the gelatinous mass has been melted down into some kind of fast food product to be sold to children in China. Others believe it could be used as some kind of soapy weapon. This amateur sketch of the Commandant of Piggy's Palace is all authorities have to go on. If you have any information, if you have seen or heard of the suspect Philip, please do not approach. But do call 1-888 at uh, uns- 
a bit the, sh- the show name. Call that number. Perhaps you can unlock the key to solving what really went on at Piggy's Palace and ending this unsolved mystery.